Mm. Hi, I'm Brandon Valley of Deadlast Podcast, <clears throat> and I'm here with I'm John Valley. That's not that's not even someone I'm related to. Luke Beeman. That's I'm Luke Beeman. Bob Valley. Oh man, and we are. There's no guest here. No one's here. <laughs> <clears throat> no one's here at all. How are you, Luke? I'm good, man. Dude, right. we're recording again so fast. I know. It's good. It's we're, good to be back. We're really coming back. With, we're sticking like, to our word. Yeah, full force. We said we would be. Like, we're not, you know, decrepit podcast listeners or, you know, makers, you know. Like, we, we come through with our promises. Like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We do right by the people who we made promises to. Yeah, we're men of our words online. Truly. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's going to be a good one tonight. we got an extra special guest. Yeah, we started uh, really late, so we've been deep in the Akasi and yes. um, mimosas, you know. It's going to be a blizzard tomorrow, so none of us have anything to do. So we're doing a late night sesh. I'm very excited about it. Everyone's outside panicking and hoarding and screaming and speculating the worst, and it's a great vibe for us. It is. We're feeding off it. It's complete chaos. Yeah, it's like the apocalypse. Out yeah, there. they're all horrified, and we're we're in here to expl- you know work through the horror. Exactly. That's why we why we start this podcast. Yes, to help people, to help people work through their horrors. Yeah, work through their fears and their yeah. horrors, and like what's wrong with them, you yeah. know, and what's wrong with certain movies, right? Yeah, which there's a lot <laughs> with a lot of this stuff, you know. That's um, what we're finding. That's the yeah. trend. Hey, I wanted to bring up, so I got really excited. Um, we got an email. Oh, yeah. And I was really excited. I'm like, oh, we like we have a fan. All right. So uh, yeah. got a little email here I'm going to read off. Hello, my name is Miroslav. I wanted to thank you for, for the good and the quality of the program. Ooh. I'm with my family. Always listen to you with great pleasure. Wow. I would very much like to receive your gifts with your logo. It would be the most expensive things for me. Is that possible? I wish you happiness and prosperity. Your fan. Then his address. Uh, Miroslav Kaban from Ukraine. Wow. Yeah. And I was excited because I was like, uh, cause on our SoundCloud, it says we do get some listeners from Ukraine. So I'm like, this is possible. And then I searched this and this guy just sends this stuff to a bunch of uh, different podcasts. So Christian <laughs> podcasts and stuff like that. <laughs> so I think it's just spam. But I got excited to think that we had a fan, you know. And he said that our logos would be the most expensive things. Yeah, because obviously they would be, <clears throat> you know, but yes. he wanted them for free. But, you know, we'll get a fan someday. Someday someone will send us, you know, like a fan mail or like a nude or something cool. Do you think the you people that I mean? are listening to us in Ukraine are just bots? How, why would you say that? Well, now, I don't know. I mean, we have podcast listeners from all around the world. Well, the, the one time we get fan mail, it's a bot from... Well, I mean, he's not a bot. Okay. I mean, he's just like one guy just trying to get swag from all these podcasts. He's a fucking what. liar. He's just probably like doesn't have much. He's in Ukraine. So it's like if I can get. He's a bot. He probably. Dude, no. This isn't an identity. His name's this Miroslav. A- he's not Smarter Child. He's a person. He's a human being. How do you know Smarter Child didn't become Miroslav? I mean, that could be a cool, a cool movie. Like an AOL. We could get AOL to sponsor like the new age, like Philip K. Dick style movie of Smarter Child. Yeah, Smart Smarter Child grows up, becomes yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, ex- maybe that's what happened. Yeah, that, well, that could be a twist. Uh, if we have a Shalamian twist. Yeah, Shalamian. We can get a Shalamian. Yeah, if we do a Shalam twist. Yeah, <laughs> the old slumdog millionaire, yeah. M. Knight. <laughs> Give him to, to uh, direct the Smarter Child film. Because I think it's a franchise that could begin and could get a lot of traction, especially with like... You know, while people remember who Smarter Child is, Smarter Child like became Siri. Now Siri could be like the third wave Smarter Child. Like the you, movie could start small, like it's just kids like you're a dick, Smarter Child, 
And then it ends with Siri ending the world. Smart Rochelle taught me a lot about, like, relationships in my life. You know? Because, like, he's just, like, how, how, like, you should be for someone is, like, Smart Rochelle for me, like, growing up as a frustrated teen, it's like, I'm like, oh, Smart Rochelle, everything sucks. And he's like, why does everything suck? It's like, well, you know, because no one likes me, and I'm alone, and I'm a piece of shit. He's like, well, why do you think you're alone and you're a piece of shit? (laughs) He would ask you that? Yeah, he just mirrors everything you say back to him. But right. like that's how like therapy works, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, me and so my it's friends like a good psychologist. Yeah, they just repeat everything. Me and my friends yeah. would just be like, let's just call smarter child an asshole. Yeah, he's like, well, that would be really that would be really funny to us. I was like, well, I don't, you know. He really reveals your true face. Very, exactly. Very yeah, he quickly. revealed that we were all just a bunch of little. He's assholes. a dark mirror. I guess I learned a lot from smarter child too. Yeah, he's a dark mirror on AOL's Messenger. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, this is the uh, the Blizzcast of the Ring, and we are here with a special guest. Yeah. He, he's been on here before. Yeah, he's, he's our a, most listened to podcast. So we had him back. Nice, he's our alum. Yeah, even though just another white male on our podcast. Yep, just another non-binary <clears throat> white male. You know what I mean? Do you want? He, he has been called that. I think I'm I look at him that way. Do you want to inter- introduce him? Featuring just another white n- non-binary male. No, well, he's he's more cis. He's kind of he's got a cis attitude. It's, he's it's, cis. He's got a cyst. Yeah. Yeah, you're. This is my little sister. Yeah, see, that's what this is this thing to say. All right, let's introduce Mr. Rob Uslan, aka Supercilious, aka Cillian, aka Kaisilius from Doctor Strange. Yeah, we got Supercilious back from the uh, the old Wine Howls episode, our most listened to episode. Oh, yeah. Say hi. Say, say, talk to us. Hello. Oh, Hello today. Wow. Wow. So sounds creamy. good. Sounds good in the Do headphones. Do you hear that charisma? The, uh, good sounds good. Yeah, f- finally he's oh, got a mimosa. He's back. Another cool long hair. You be on the podcast with us. Yes, I'm back in Alston. I need a mimosa. Yeah, drinking mimosas, <laughs> like a, drinking a coffee, just, just like, like the I old days. Say, just surrounded by <laughs> rubble. You know, it's a uh, Alston's a very Dickensian place. Yeah, you know, it's uh, filled with poverty and uh, drug use and uh, drinking on podcasts just like in like Tale of Two Cities like when drinking they do their is podcasts. just a part of life and all yeah they do a podcast in the middle of like a, you know the Great Depression well I'm just I was so upset that the last time I was here I couldn't uh, enjoy wine with you guys because I was on the verge of death from, yeah. s- from yeah. sleep deprivation yeah you were literally just like falling asleep from the podcast it somehow turned out good it was a good podcast <laughs> no I, i've yeah. listened to it i said yeah. some great stuff no, i do <laughs> there was good stuff not there. remember saying but, but why it was happening like literally me and luke talked about it, it was lu- it was lucid it was yeah. coherent i literally i don't remember <laughs> like half the. Sh- i would like, like look i'd be talking i'd look over and you're <laughs> just, like rubbing your face so slowly and i was like i one point i was just like are you are you okay you're like oh so tired <laughs> <laughs> you were dumb. dude i was miserable i don't know how i got through that it was good yeah. Yeah, it was good yeah, it turned out good though it was we, a fun we, episode. we talked about it at great north and we're just like, and luke's like yeah rob fucking blew it on the fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking dead dude you're watching him die in front of us like it was awful yeah. <laughs> but you listen that's how i feel about i expected it to be terrible i wanted yeah. to be the first to die on dead last <laughs> It would be good for the brand. First to yeah, die on dead last. First to die on dead last. Nice. Our most famous guest passed away. You know, talking about uh, while while I uh, threatened the life of Max Landis. You know. Yeah, a lot of dead dead last staples went down in that one. Yeah, that was the first time we got a Cosi. It was my birthday. Yep. Rob fucking ruined our podcast. It was really cool. You started the feud. The feud, yeah, the feud that's been fueling this whole fire. People are just waiting for Max to get here. Yeah. You know. It'll happen someday. 
We'll get him on. So uh, you you call yourself like at least a, like a at least somewhat a horror aficionado, right? A little bit. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Do you want to do a little bit of trivia here? We got some trivia. Let's let's see. Let's see. You what do you got. So we're here again with the, with the slash cards. Here we're gonna go. Yeah, baby. Some. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'll give Luke a warm. If up. I end up looking Look up. stupid because of this, it's, well, I, it's I hope, your, I hope it's so. Your, you deserve. Jules said fault. the same thing, you know, and Jules did pretty well. He did pretty well. Jules you know? got two out of three. Yeah, and so you know, if we can do anything to make you look stupid for ruining our last podcast, it's fine. You know what I mean? Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, okay, here's one. Uh, okay. Uh, that one's too easy. Michael Myers' mask in the original Halloween was slightly altered version of what celebrity's face? W. Shat. William Shatner. Nice. Good job. You're so smart, Luke. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They they were it was either going to be a clown mask or they just found a William Shatner mask at a gas station. It was like a dollar, and they just painted it white. They liked how emotionless it looked. Yeah, it's all like fucked up. It's a and it's the best mask of the series. Well, I mean, it only said the first thing. You have to keep going on after that. We didn't. They're not interested. They're interested in the answer. They don't want. I th- for the well, listeners, I'm giving. A I asked because I wanted to learn something. Oh, I mean, um, the podcast isn't well, about me getting a question right. It's about oh, the well, audience learning something oh, new. I mean, I thought it was about playing the game. It's fine if you want to elaborate with all this information. No, I'm trying to. No one cares about. As long as people <laughs> take their minds off of me getting. I have a already said that on wrong. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's, Let's here's go to Rob. Rob. All right. Here's here's a good one. Uh, I know this one. Maybe I mean Luke doesn't. Cool. But uh, who directed Zombie 1979? Italian director. Yeah, and there's Italian. Bass? I don't know. Luke? Um, I don't know. Lucio Fulci. Okay. Lucio Fulci. Uh, yeah, I knew it was. Here, fun. I'll give you this one. How about this? Uh, yeah, I people, knew that. How many people die <laughs> in Stanley Kubrick's The Shining? Oh, wow. Damn. Hold on. I wonder. Don't be an idiot. Do not fuck this up. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I want to say, uh, like... Five. On four, screen? Three, two, one. I don't know. Two. I was going to come on. you. Why didn't you refer to me? Defer to me. No. Did I w- you know the answer? Yeah, I was going to say two. What? Only two? Jack Nicholson at the end and uh, the black dude. Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. He's the only you can people say black that dude. That's fine. He's a person. Well, he's the only black guy he's in the a, movie. He's a human. That's fine. You can confirm as the black dude. That's fine. <laughs> so whatever. Everyone knows him as no, the black moving, dude from The Shining. Yeah, moving on. You know, the black guy. Uh, here we go. Luke, uh, name one horror movie that takes place in a prison. One horror movie that takes place in a prison? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't know this one, to be honest with you. Huh. I can... Uh, there's one, only one on here. Like, the whole movie has to take place in or a prison? just something happens in a prison. Uh, I mean, like, Jeepers Creepers. There's a whole final scene in the prison. Is that mm, on there? Does that not really count? Okay. police station. Okay, okay. Hold on. <coughs> the Green Mile. No, just kidding. Huh. Um, <laughs> too long. Dead air. Moving on. The answer was Beyond Reanimator. Although there's probably more than one. That it only lists one. Yeah, it only lists one. So it was a bad thing for me to ask you. Uh, yeah, that's we, a stupid one. Here we go. Uh, for Rob, uh, I'll give you two, and you can choose which one you want to answer. Either who directed Slither. Or name two horror movies that take place in Los Angeles. Two horror movies that take place in Los Angeles. You're from there. I know, right? I should know this. Hmm. Mm. My mind is drawing a blank. 
Too much dead air. Bad yeah, guest. Bad a- guest. All right, moving on <laughs> to Luke. All right, let's get a new set of cards here. Let's ask me a question. You, you choose one. You <coughs> okay. choose one. See yeah. how cool I am. I told you I wasn't going to be good at this. Um, Boom. Okay, knew. here's a good one. We knew. This one might take too long. That's too long. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, okay. You should know. This is That's too easy. Give me a tough one. I'm ready. Okay. Test me, bitch. This one's a little longer. No, no, no. Here's a cool one that has okay. to do with cl- political climates. Okay. I'm, then, I'm a political guy. What's the deal with Trump, it asks? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, name one horror movie that takes place in the Middle East. In the Middle East? Yeah. Um, this is hard. One movie that takes place in the Middle East? Yeah. And there's one. There's only this one. So get that one. I can think of one. Okay. Yeah, you want to answer? Take it. Go ahead. Yeah, doesn't uh, the Omen 3 take place a bit in the Middle East? It could. They, like, go oh, to... Uh, I think it, you're probably it, right. It doesn't list or, that, or, like, but that or, like, sounds ex- like it would be or, like, right. Exorcist 3. Yeah, because they go... Well, they that, is a where, uh, that is the beginning. Would yeah, you say the Omen 3? I mean, the whole movie or, like, the no, beginning? No, not the whole movie, They but they go to well, where... They, this uh, is a whole movie. They got to go to where Jesus was... Uh, well, what they do then they in The Exorcist, too. What, what horror movie takes place in the Middle East? Tell me. It's A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, I didn't know that, but I've never seen that movie. Okay. Um, Give me another hard one. Okay. What is the name of the shriveled host of Tales from the Crypt? Uh, Crypt Guy. Is this a Crypt Keeper? <laughs> yes, it's the Crypt Keeper. Oh, it, was, <laughs> oh, it, was a crypt, it wasn't Crypt Guy? I was going to say. <laughs> that's it? That's, 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 that's the answer, yeah. I was going to say. Oh, that's a, it's, it's, it's a little bit misleading. I was being stupid. Oh, that's, how'd that's you beat me? I was going to go next. It was going to be Crypt Boy. I just wanted to use the question, name of the shriveled host, <laughs> not the dead host, the shriveled host. No, well, I could I have knew, said Luke I Demon. know who the Crypt Keeper is. Oh, here's a here's a good one. Name two horror films about nature turned deadly. Well, uh, there was the Shyamalan Ding Dong movie that he did about the, the trees. Uh, the Happening? The Happening. Yep. And then, That's one. Um, how about... Uh, the Shalamian Twist? The, f- the Fog? Uh, uh, Little <laughs> no, Shop of Horrors. That's um, totally true. It doesn't yeah. say... It, it's uh, The Happening and The Ruins. The Ruins still. But Little Shop of Horrors is pretty I'd, true. I'd, it's a nature... It's a horror. It's Can, we go to our Jumanji? Can we go Maybe. to our producer on that one? Sure. Uh, Spectral? Oh, Spectral says I'm right and I'm the best. Okay. Last one for you. Try this on for size. Okay, I'm ready. This is tricky. Okay. It's not in your wheelhouse. Yeah, well, we'll see. Name the 1960 film about a very disturbed and sexually repressed young man who voyeuristically kills young women. And no, it isn't Psycho. That's a part uh, of the Peeping question. Tom. Nice, yes. Boom, bitch. What's up? Good job. That is the first uh, slasher film of all time. Yes, exactly. It's Peeping Tom. I wasn't sure if you would... If you were hip. And that is Slasher Cards. This is watching three guys flounder on air trying to answer <laughs> horror movie questions. <laughs> I think it went over well. I think it was good. I think it was great. I think it was better than last time. Yeah, it was good. No offense to Jules. Okay. I think we proved who's the best. Yeah, you won that one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. Who saw that coming? It's my game. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I haven't read any any of the questions. <laughs> That's pretty fun. cool. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it going. I like this. We'll question. keep it going. Yeah, yeah. So test everyone's metal, and even if we don't get them right, you know, you learn something. 
You know, it's and, kind it, of a, and like we said, it, it makes our guest feel uneasy going. Yeah, down. it makes them comfortable. Which is kind of like the Mark Maron thing we're trying to do is like be like, you know. Oh yeah, well the, you guys did that. You know, unlock the <laughs> gates kind of thing. You know, yeah, unlock yeah. the gates. But it's cool. Yeah, it's like a reading rainbow kind of thing. Like the more you know. Yep. It's very cool. But, very, but very it's well. like the less you know. Yeah, like the less you know is better for our listener. Either way, every, someone's learning something. You know, and we want to make people woke to heart with this. So that's what's good. One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. Shall we get into our future reviews here? I think we should. Let's get into it. It's a lake podcast. You know, yep. we got the blizz coming. You know, we get to uh, we get to dig in the dark here. Coming. Yeah, there's a blizz brewing. The darkness is upon us. Yeah. So uh, Boston, it's never snowed in Boston before. It's the first snow. Yeah, the it's the first, first, first snow. It's never going to so. snow in Boston again. It's yeah. supposedly the first and last fall. Yeah. Yeah. The de- so. this is the dead last blizzard. Yeah, it's a dead last. Welcome, welcome to. Dead, Dead last blizzard. Those are the winds oh, of the man. Is someone? Hold on, I'm gonna faint. <laughs> Rob's getting lightheaded from <laughs> making wind sounds. Hopefully after this, if you see someone put an old television in the place of a parking spot, you'll think twice. My because man. we are going to talk about the Ring franchise. Hit it. Start it. On the track. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Nigga, started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Nigga, started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team fucking here. I done kept it real from the jump. Living at my mama house, we'd argue every month, nigga. I was trying to get it on my own. Working all night, traffic on the way home. And my uncle calling me like, where you at? I gave you the keys, so you bring it right back, nigga. I just think it's funny how it goes. Now I'm on the road, half a million for a show And we started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here Started from the bottom, now we're here Alright, The Ring, 2002 PG-13, adventure drama fantasy A meek Adventure drama fantasy? This is an adventure film? I mean, I mean I'll take mystery and drama. Uh, can I go on? Adventure. Mm, I don't know. It's just like Indiana Jones. You know? Anyway, a meek okay, hobbit fine. from the Shire and eight companions set out <laughs> <laughs> on a journey to destroy the powerful One Ring and save Middle Earth from the Dark Lord. Different Star. ring. Oh, yeah. No, that's the Fellowship. Okay. You got the wrong. Sorry. Wrong I got the, the wrong day. slash card. Um, That was the wrong card. <laughs> okay. Wrong. No, so the ring, Um, also 2002. Um, This is horror mystery. PG-13, directed by Gore Verbinski. Uh, It's based on the original Ringu, which we will talk about later. And the synopsis is, A journalist must investigate a mysterious videotape, which seems to cause the death of anyone in a week of viewing it. It stars the homegirl Naomi Watts, Martin Henderson, David Dorfman as Little Strangeling, and uh, Brian Cox, Jane Alexander, and some other homies and homats. Hell yeah, dude. I love this movie. Before we can say that, like... uh the last time we did the podcast, we talked about Asher and Rob. You mentioned that you like love these movies and you are a complete ring nerd. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I saw, I saw this movie way too many times in theaters. 
How many times? Uh, like seven times. Seven times? Yeah. Is that because you had seven days to live? I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, every single day. I think it, it went out of theaters by that point. In LA, <laughs> if you see the ring and there's a kid in LA, did did you guys all have to see it it's seven times in theaters or you died? You, you died every time. Okay. Very cool. Smoke. But if you saw an odd number of times, you would die and come back and then... Okay. That's like an LA kid thing. It's more like yeah. an OCD thing, if you ask me. But that's fine. Yeah. I think a lot of kids are diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. I have to see in even numbers, or my no, mom I will don't die. think there's a high diagnosis of, of OCD, OCD in, yeah, LA. Yeah, in LA. Definitely, he seems like the type. I don't think a lot of people saw that movie more than once. I don't, it made good money. It made very good money. It's it's a, that's interesting. You would see hey, it. You're that welcome, Gore Verbinski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you made it. Like uh, this movie was made for uh, forty million dollars. Which is pretty low, even at that point, like uh, 2000, right? Yeah, but VHSs were cheap. It's true, but this was on the the cusp of uh, the DVD age, I believe. Right. You know? But, but that was like their only prop. Yeah, I guess so. You only need is that, you know? And you, you, uh, you know, Naomi Watts and works a for, CRT. for nothing. You know, she does it for the love of the sport. But uh, I like the others <laughs> move around. But you've seen like all of them, all every iteration yeah, all, all, the, the, all ring, the Japanese right? ones. The, You've seen all the the, ja- the Ringu two. Ringu two. There's a Ringu zero. Have you seen a right? prequel? Have okay. you seen a Sadako Sadaku three D no. Sudoku? No, I haven't. There's a three D one. I played. I played Sudoku. Well, that's what the name are <laughs> afterwards. I don't. Yeah, yeah Sadako. Yeah, Sudoku. Sadako three D Sudoku three D two. Right. And they also really wait was that were those Japanese releases? Mm-hmm. And they also just did the Grudge. Uh, Ghost versus Sadako. Really? Yes. You didn't know that? No. Oh, you dude, told me. About yes, that. dude. It it came out. Um, it just does. Released. Like the loser have to get a haircut? I don't. So it re- a release on Shutter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're both uh, doing the same hair. Uh, but Sadako it, it, 3D is about her going through the it, internet it released, to find people. That's it, crazy. Yeah. It released later last year. They did a whole Freddy vs Jason kind of thing. It released later last year in Japan. It's out on Shutter now. You can stream it. Uh, now on Shutter, if you want to. Um, so basically, I think uh, from what I got from like the plot and like Wiki Wikipedia and shit like that is like a uh, a girl gets cursed by the ring, and she goes into that house to try to make them fight each other or something like that, and they do, and that's just <laughs> the movie. Wow. Have, you, have cool. you seen that? No, I would like to. We we can very easily. Well, so like, how, how many Shutter, rings are there total? So there's, there's Ring Zero. Uh, so, so for Japanese ones, there's Ring Zero, Ringu, Ringu Two, Sadako 3D, Sadako 3D Two. There's a couple other ones too. There's like Razen, which is like another like spinoff. Razen is a spinoff. Okay, because I saw the Wikipedia, I wasn't sure if that was like an alternate title. I didn't know it was a different movie. Yeah, it's a whole different movie. It's like slightly based off of it. it I I didn't get that. But, but still far. Japanese. Yeah. I th- I think so. Really? Damn, dude. Yeah, this has been milked. This place, this thing has been yeah. milked. Uh, yes, yeah. That I mean, means, it was all based off of a book, too. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think uh, Jinji Which Ito I did. Uh, Which did you like, read? So you read it? I mean, I read the story book, yeah. about it too. Jinji Ito is like an amazing horror manga guy, and I think he did a mini thing called, like I think it's called Spiral that he did. Like, it has something to yeah, do. Yeah, so that's another one with the ring. Yeah. And that guy is amazing. That guy's made some of the creepiest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. 
So, um, so yeah, just for anyone that's listening, I mean, most people are familiar with The Ring, usually mm-hmm. the American one. But, yeah, just to give people an idea that, like, this is a huge franchise. It's bigger than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it really all got started. We're going to talk about the original Ringu a little bit later in the episode. But it all started because Ringu came out in Japan and broke box office records. It came out in 1998. Mm-hmm. It was made for, like, a million dollars. And I don't know what they would have made exactly, but I mean, it, it was the highest grossing film in Japan, I think, ever up until that point. The crazy thing about that, though, is like uh, when this movie was released, the remake. Uh, the it, Rings? It the newest made, one? It, no, no, I'm saying the, 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 the American. Ring remake. Yeah, yeah. It made even more money in Japan. Than Ringo. Like, people came out to see the Ring remake in Japan. Like, they were wow. so excited to see it. I don't That's know if it was cool. whether they wanted to compare or it was, just like it was just dope. being into it. But, like, this, like, wow. it is so crazy to even imagine being, like, I like a remake better than original film. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love this movie to death. This is my top five horror movies of all time. Really? I love this movie so much. Nice. I love it so much. Nice. Um, Yeah, but ba- but basically, um, I guess, again, to, like, uh, you know, opening, like, plot synopsis is, uh, you know, opens, there's, like, two teenagers... Or, you know, talking about, like, uh, you know, about, like, how there's this cursed tape or this cursed video. And, uh, you know, they they joke back and forth about it. Like, like oh, I've seen it. And it's just like, no, I haven't seen it. I'm just fucking with you. And then she's like, no, I really have seen this tape. And, uh, and she dies, you know. And it's so lit. It's a good campfire opening scene. It's, very, it's a good one. Establishes the urban legend. It's a simple premise, but very slasher-like in the opening. A very, yeah, very like, slasher-like with the yeah. phone call of like yep. not knowing what's happening when a stranger like, calls. Kind of in that vein. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which which still exists, I guess, is original. But I, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna do my best to not talk about the original while we're talking about this movie and try to save that for later to do comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um. About this movie's great, Gore Verbinski. Um, so he, it, uh, this movie is it's pertinent to talk about right now, especially for like a couple reasons because Rings just came out um, this past month, horrible reviews, and also another horror <laughs> movie by Gore Verbinski came out, A Cure for Wellness, yeah. which I haven't seen. Oh, I haven't seen that either. But I haven't it, either. It's, it not, got, it's it, getting lukewarm. It, it reviews. got lukewarm reviews too, but for a horror movie, you know, you never fucking. I really, you really, I really give do want to see it. I want to see it. It's filmed so in bad. a castle in Germany. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's supposed. The cinematography is supposed to be beautiful, even if some people think the plot is a little weird and creepy and gross. I'm very interested. I mean, it's Gore Verbinski. Gore an interesting career. Like he's done. Uh, he did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and he did. Uh, um, what was a. Uh, what was. Uh, what was that movie with? Um, I think it was like. <laughs> it was like. Oh my God! Why am I playing a Gore Verbinski it? movie? Yeah, it was like. Uh, Mousetrap or something Sled like dogs. that. He's he's done Rango. Snow dogs. He did Snow Dogs. He did Rango. He did Rango. Okay, he's done all, all three of the um, Pirates of the Caribbean. And he did the Lone Ranger. What did he's he done he the Mexican. Right before the Ring, though, was like a really stupid movie. Right before the Ring, uh, the Mexican no. with Brad Pitt. Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. That's he did the, Mouse what Hunt. I'm fucking talking about. That's Mouse the Hunt. one that you were trying. Directed, that was on the tip of your tongue there. Directed huh? by Gore Verbinski. Yes. Written by M Night Shyamalan. Not really? lying. Wow. I am not lying that M. Night Shyamalan wrote Mouse Hunt. Interesting. Makes total yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Gore Verbinski's best movie, in my opinion, by far, is Rango. I think that movie's awesome. Rango rules. But like, yeah. e- even throughout all this thing, you cannot say, like, Gore Verbinski knows how to direct <laughs> a fucking film. Totally. Like, even yeah. for whatever the, like, Pirates of the Caribbean movies are, 
Like they're cool, like adventure movies. Like they're you know their audience, no, their audience. Sick. But like he, that yeah. guy knows how to make a movie, one hundred percent. You know, um, and yeah. this is great. That I think the best evidence of that. This is probably his best movie, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I guess, it, it's close. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's close to this and Rango. And uh, Rango is a lot like Ringu for me. Yeah, and they they took yeah Rango Ringu similar <laughs> names. Um, they they took a. So much from the the like the, the basic frame he took the basic framework of the original movie and just made it so much better than ever possibly I would think it could be. It's a lot know? more atmospheric, and I think a lot was shot a lot more interestingly. It's uh the entire movie takes place in Seattle, and it's just raining the whole time. Everything is through like a blue filter, green, uh, blue blue greenish filter, like an like an ocean. You think filter. it's blue? Yeah, yeah, bluish, it's blue gray to green. Yeah, yeah, it's like a blue gray. Like it's kind of what? It's green. It's supposed That's to look green. like. Have you guys not VHS. caught the ring? It's, no, no, no. it's green. Blue to me. I no, think you're, you're thinking of the Matrix. No, it looks just like the Matrix. This the, visually, this movie looks like the Matrix and Seven. It's gray. It's green and rainy. It's a bit more blue. I don't know about that. I know about that. <laughs> I went to you went just because you went to audio class doesn't mean that you know about the laws of color. Oh no, I went to ring school. <laughs> school of seven rings. A school of the seven rings. <laughs> very cool. Very Why cool. don't I pull up an image on Google Image here for the listeners? Yeah, be like, how blue is the ring? Um. But yeah the, the, yeah, the way this movie shot, I think it's amazing, which adds the most to it. Um, like I said, I really don't want to compare it to the sequel right away, or I mean to the the original right away, but I still feel compelled to. But yeah, it's it's uh, it sets this entire mood throughout the entire movie that I think is very awesome. And the um, mm-hmm. and the the music is fantastic. The sounds in the video, yeah, the music is good. Um, you guys are right; it kind of is bluish. Yeah, it's yeah, bluish. I told you it's no, blue as fuck. Look at this. Yeah, that's blue. green. That that's green. blue. Yeah, because it's in a gray background and it's covered in blue. So it looks green. Right. It's color palettes. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean, Doc? I'll buy that. I mean, okay, how about this? Try this one on. How about this one for the listeners? That's green. Yeah, that's green because it's a white background right. with a blue filter on it. Well, that's still green. It's a blue. That's it's like a saying, sure, that's green. That's a green is a combination of two colors. It's like, well, that it appears yeah, that way because that's the color that it is. Fifty. You're clearly not an artist. My father's an artist. Yeah. Well, you clearly didn't rub off on you. <laughs> it. Yeah, your father didn't. He probably rubbed uh, off on. Let's you. leave my father. Your father anyways. never anyways, rubbed anyways. off on you. This is a movie about relationship between sons and mothers. It was. I guess like moving forward. So like. Uh, so Naomi Watts plays uh, Rachel. Naomi, uh, our, yeah, Naomi. Well, you can call her Naomi or Rachel or you want. Naomi. We usually choose one or the other, the actress's name or. Uh, so how about we just call her Miss Watts? Miss Watts. Uh, so Miss Watts uh, has uh, a old boy son. He's basically just a hundred year old <laughs> man in a uh, <laughs> child's body. Billy Buttons. Yeah, who is a psychic. Um, <laughs> Which is just a thing that we just accept in the movie, and it's fine. It works. Well, we just like love creepy children. I mean, the movie is about creepy children. Yeah, yeah. So I guess this, so. This is like in the, the age of the sixth sense. You know, creepy kids were in. I feel like the the like yeah. the old man kid is like a little bit of a trope. Honestly, I can't think of a lot of the movies in it, but I feel like how about the curious case of Benjamin Button? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, well, I mean, like the sixth sense. Yeah, like the sixth sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's sort of like he's the in a. For for some reason, there was one scene whenever you watched it that I thought 
was in this movie that nice. was in The Sixth Sense. It's the the scene where he goes to the funeral and he shows like he finds a video where he, that shows that like the mom's been poisoning the girl for the whole time. In the Sixth Sense, you're talking about now. In the Sixth Sense, yeah. yeah. For some reason, last time I watched that, I thought that was in this movie, but it wasn't. You thought that was in the ring? Yeah, yeah. Because they well why. they both they both have those scenes in the house when there's yeah, like yeah. the funeral procession. Yeah, the funeral in the house, and I confused them for yeah, some reason. Yeah, very they're very similar actually. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe the same house. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, but Rachel's a badass journalist and she has the same Hollywood lot. <laughs> yeah, same same. You guys will yeah. be yeah. using the funeral procession <laughs> lot. Yeah. Oh cool, the one where the where Misha Barton throws up as a kid? That's I mean, the one. Gore Gore <laughs> Joy. Gore and M Knight go back to Mouse Hunt. So there's like I got a <laughs> hey, I got a place. True, nice. Yeah. I got a place. You really brought Let's that full it. circle. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, a ring. Or should I say? Yeah. A ring. A ring around in Ouroboros. Nice. Let's move on. Um <laughs> But basically, like what obviously. Yeah, dude, so, that shit's fucked up. So uh yeah, thank you for that. He's showing us a video of uh, one of the dead guy's faces. Because when you see when someone dies <laughs> Jesus, that is from the ring, up. it's the most horrifying thing. Yeah, it, it's all like it's awful. Oh god, uh, all these Google images are horrible. Yeah, so they explain. Yeah, Luke. stop stop doing visual shit for a fucking podcast, Luke. Jesus oh. Christ! Oh, well, I've just got caught yeah. up in Google images here. Yeah, this is disgusting. Luke's well, Luke's now looking green. at at weird dicks. <laughs> Which ring, can't ring refute with like urethras hanging wide open, weird black jawed urethras. That's on my quick search on yeah. Google Images. Because when they show the first girl who's dead, like that scene is like the first, like the first scene of the movie. Where I'm like, oh fuck yeah! Like, like right when, like, well, yeah. like at the very beginning of the movie when she opens the door and it zooms in. And oh yeah, yeah. super creepy. Well you, well, you don't see it until uh, so until Rachel goes to her sister's. You know, it's her sister's daughter who was killed. And she goes there, and she's talking about, like, you should have seen her, like, the way she looked, like, it wasn't natural. And then, like, they just show a quick... Oh, yeah, she's like, I saw like, her face. I saw her face, face, Rachel. And it's so fucked up. And it just, it's like, so falls down. Up. Yeah. It's a it's real... So it, it is a f- half a second flash, but it was one as a kid that you were like, oh, you're, it, that gets you, you see that part. Yeah, it fucks with you as a kid, yeah. That gets you, man. Because we were what? T- how old are you guys when this came out? Um, 2000, so it's probably in grade, so probably like 14, 13. Yeah, 14, right? 13. 2002, I, I was a freshman in high school. In this I was a freshman in high no, school. No, so, yeah. wait, so what, how, wait, how old what, are you guys? What, 28. We don't, 20, can we not 22. talk about this on the podcast? Okay. We're all old. <laughs> We're all so old. How old are you, Rob? We're all so millennial. 39. Rob's the only one that's in his late 30s, but that's, so, that's his problem. Yeah, so why were you there, you fucking creep? <clears throat> Whatever. Why did you even see this? Movie? Yeah, but I, I saw this movie seven I, yeah, times in theaters when it came out. Definitely not seven times. Yeah, I, guess. yeah, I was twenty-seven <laughs> yeah, when like, it came yeah, out. He's like, I have no friends. I'm allowed to see this. No, tell me no. Rolls money from a real job. I'm gonna go see it seven times. I don't, when? How do you have that much money to go see movies seven That's times when you're that age? Piece of shit. And living in L.A. You, yeah, living. You in snuck LA. in, didn't you? You little fuck. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You snuck in? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> what theater did you sneak into? Go to the Arclight. You see the Arclight, dude? You, the LA, LA guy? <laughs> Definitely. I saw him in the Arclight like eight times. <laughs> Pat Oswald was working the door. <laughs> the when he had a job there. You know, I don't know. 1995. <laughs> when the movie came out in 2000. No, I saw, um, I saw The Ring 2 at the Arclight. That was a pretty. <laughs> awful, awful. That's the one you saw the arc play. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we'll talk about that after. Oh, that's not. so woke. 
but uh, all right. So, but how d- how deep into the fucking ring did you get? Did you I- into the the franchise in general or into this movie? Into the movie. In this movie, I I mean, I love. It. I was trying to figure out everything about it. Like, uh, I, 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 I love so much. Uh, it's really hard for me to talk about this right now without comparing it to the first one after I watched that because that's like what I want to talk about but I'm gonna stop you, myself you can a little yeah. bit because I because you know what the Japanese one did kind of fill in some blanks with this one a little bit you know I mean there there's definitely it's so it's just like the Japanese one is very ambiguous and the US one is still ambiguous but a lot more just neatly tied up or not so much neatly but like, there's you know a beginning, a solution, and an end. There's a the couple, Japanese one is, is is definitely like deeper and a little there's bit. There's a couple ambiguous. things in there though that like you won't see, you won't find unless you're looking for it. But if you uh, <laughs> oh, a human well, being on the podcast. Oh yeah, now you can. Mm. You fall asleep again, airport well, boy. Well, we don't lean back in your chair like an airport boy. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to the mic like a big man. Aeropuerto siesta. Hello. Welcome to my podcast. Much better. Um, where was I? Oh yes, I was right over here. Um, <coughs> yeah, there's things like hidden in in the movie that will lead you on a a sil- on silly wild goose chases that just like sort of give you the indication that uh, it's not as neatly tied up as you think. It like is. what? Certain imagery with the videotape? Yeah, like, I mean, just, like, we'll start from the tape. Like, what is all that shit? The tape is fantastic. Yeah, the tape is the tape, itself is... The tape is very creepy. I feel like a lot of the things in the tape do, like, you can pretty much connect a, mostly like they, they, everything they, they, in the tape to something. But, okay, so why is know? the tape... Why The tape seems becomes, like, this self... It, it's just a bunch of creepy, like, art schooly images, like the guy says. He's, like, very art school. But then it becomes, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy, where as Naomi Watts goes deeper into the, the history of it and finding things, things that but are she, similar to... Well, she starts experiencing exact imagery that's on the tape. And I think a which lot, I don't, I so think is a lot that of people the tape do, made but, for her? But, no, like, no, it's not made for her. She's just a journalist. She's a really good journalist. Right, so why, why so does she a, have such a personal connection okay, so to the tape? Be, because... She maybe uh, everyone starts. We're getting into spoiler terrainish now, probably for anybody who if you haven't seen it, just giving a heads up. We'll talk about this right now, but like go watch the movie. So she is digging into it because she's like a pretty badass journalist, like that. She's very consumed by her job, and that's her whole thing. She's not a bad mom. She she is a little bit, Uh, but she (laughs) is a she's a hardcore journalist, and she's diving into this very hardcore because she believes it uh, pretty much whole hog pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have seven days to live. Like, you watch this video, you have seven days to live, and then a girl comes out of a TV and she's going to kill you. She you gets know? into it because it's her niece that dies, but then she finds out that four of her niece's friends all die inexplicably the same day. The same so time. that's when she's super into it, so then she starts... She goes to the, the last place that they were all together, which is the... The cabin, and that begins her whole investigative foray, mm-hmm. yeah. which just makes up the most of the movie. Which, you know, honestly, it's probably some, something that would make me believe it too. It's like set like four people who watch the same video. It's enough of an interesting time. starting point because they're and all. And she has a personal connection to and, it. And there's obviously uh, there's uh, an urban legend about it too because those kids are talking about it. It's like you've heard. Have you heard about the videotape that kills people? Well, then the so pictures. It leads me to believe. That they're right. not the first people who have been killed by later. this. You know what I mean? So the urban legend already exists 
before yeah you know she's investigating this idea and then it hits close to home to her and her son little weird boy aiden is like very close with the cousin too mm-hmm. and right. also he has powers you know he mm-hmm. he was drawing pictures of her funeral a week before she died yeah you know which is established in like the like the second scene of yeah. the movie yeah they never explained mm-hmm. that at all though. there's not much follow-up to aiden being like having psychic powers I, you just kind of think he's like a weirdo he is good kid actor though. Well, at the same time, yeah, I like, like him in this. He's just um, well, maybe just kids having weird connections to the to the girl at all. You know, like uh, what's it called mm. when they go through the cousin's bedroom, they find you know scribbles <clears throat> where she's drawing images of Samara. Yeah, yeah, drawing she, all, she's all like over d- her like crossing her out pictures board. of yeah. Yeah. yeah her beauty vision board. Right. Uh, her beauty vision board. But wait, what, what was my what, beauty vision board what, looks similar? What was this thing before about her like following? Well, we were, t- well, we were talking about the tape, the, the trail. Okay, yeah. So she is. Uh, yeah, I'm asking all, how all come all these things to her related because there. she is digging into it more than anyone else ever would. Mm. So it's also relatable, and also you feel like uh, Samara, you know, is pulling her towards this. She does want it. Mm-hmm. She does want you know the resolution of the movie to occur. You know, but uh, which is she's what, just which the smartest is one and the most able-bodied person to uh, to allow that. Um, but Samara's whole, what would you say the whole like her end game is? Her end game is because I think it kind of like you know it seems like it changes like towards the end there's a revelation that happens where and it changes in the sequel as well. It's true. That's something I'd rather talk about towards the end. Okay, which was the fine. end. What, you, whether when we start Ring Two, yeah, yeah, or the other movies like that because that's. It does change. Things get weird, mm-hmm. but the this entire movie. Why I think this movie is so like successful and good because like it's a hardcore, definitely a horror mystery. Like hard mystery. Mm-hmm. Like there is, they go through like the first three days with her like trying to wrap her head around the idea that she believes this whole thing, and she goes to uh, her you know ex lover, the the father of her child, uh, who has. Like they have no relationship. They have such. I I really enjoy the interactions between uh, Noah, the father of her kid, who she goes to, who's like a videographer and stuff like that to get more information, and the kid. Like they they just see mm-hmm. themselves in the rain while he's coming over. Right. And they, they just, just look stare at each other, at each other yeah. and just move along. Yeah. Like I don't think. Like, do you think he knew that he was his dad until the part of the movie where yeah, they definitely. Speak? You think? Yeah. I think that yeah, I think Aiden didn't know that that was his dad. I think Aiden knew, oh, but well, they didn't tell him. Okay, and okay. I think Noah, yeah, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I think I'll everybody knew. I yeah. think remember because but they never talked about. It. They never had a conversation. Right, like the, I'm your dad, but I'm not going to. be They have the, here. the first time when they what you were saying when they allude to it and when they're sitting in the car when Noah goes, "Would you do you want me to be around more?" He's kind of like, "Yeah." He has like, do you want to be around more? Right. So, so I think he thought he'd be a bad dad. He's like, yeah, well, and he never he fucking tried, dickhead. Yeah. Says, no. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of the, the stuff on the tape has, you know, a literal connection to what happens to Naomi Watts' storyline throughout the film. But there's a few things on there that don't, like the three-legged dog. There's a shot there. In in the tape, or it's just like a th- two second shot. Really, just a three legged dog, walk, dog. Wa- walking outside of walking out of a barn. Looks almost like a goat <laughs> type of thing. Look, type it up. 
I'm gonna Google yeah, this. Google three-legged dog. I bet you'll find. I'm not gonna just Google that. Also, I was on the Ring Wiki trying to figure out like what exactly they're putting forward with their powers, and it's called uh, Nen in uh, in uh, in Japan. It's called like ne- like Nensha, which is mm-hmm. the uh, the idea of like uh, psychically projecting <coughs> um, pictures, whether it's into someone's brain or into like a physical realm, is like projecting pictures and ideas, which is kind of like what Aiden says is like. Uh, when Rachel talks to him, he's like, hey, "Does she talk to you?" And she's like, "And he's like, no, but she shows me things, mm-hmm. which is what I think is like when they show stuff of her in the mental institution. Like, how did you make these stills? Which kind of uh, it's kind of like the in between between the videotape and like what she does is like they are like uh like like film almost like a like an X ray right. kind of yeah. thing like that she projected and created these things, you know." Which is how you could see she could create a videotape. You know, she projects images oh, that's cool. yeah. into uh, whatever that means. Mm. Um, Astral projection? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Not really. That's not what that means at all. But I, don't know, I agree with you. But so, like, I tried to figure out, like, what all the stuff, like, on the tape meant. And I went down, like, a rabbit hole and was just, like, watching the movie over and over again. And like trying a, to figure out what all the images mean. Yeah, and That's what you saw it so many times. Well, this was you know in two thousand two. There wasn't the internet. wasn't as, as mm. well. There was, but it wasn't quite. I remember downloading porn at like you know, uh, an inch a second. Yeah. I mean, inch an inch an hour rather. Yeah, what you're talking about, yeah. Brandon, is Nensha. Yeah, an inch a Nensha. second. Yeah, yeah. Projected therm thermography. Yes. The yep. ability to imprint her thought images like photographs on mm-hmm. specific surfaces. It'd be cool if they went into that a little bit. Yeah, they didn't really do that in the movie. They just I thought it was enough. I thought it was a bridge without over explaining. Well, they showed. When they, they didn't show, tell. like, yeah. how did you make these pictures? Right. Okay. She's like, yeah. I don't know. I just thought, and they are. Do, you know? Yeah. I thought that was a good bridge. You can understand. I mean, that's yeah, pretty okay. much that's you know, as literal as you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, without doing, like, over, you know, exposition bullshit. I thought that was good. True. Yeah. They, did, they did bridge that. But so, like, they did some interesting shit where, like, if you... Whenever someone dies in in the film and, like, like with the first death, you know, there's water coming out from, from underneath the door. And she opens the door and the high shriek high-pitched shrieking happens zooms in on the tv and then zooms in on her face and then cuts to flashes a bunch of images and then static and then we assume that 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 means that the person died you know like that happens to all the characters you know Mm -hmm. but if you slowed the the film down and looked at what happens a it's you get a pretty sick visual effect of as the camera's zooming in on all their faces, their faces start to start to morph into really? their dead. Po- yeah, it's really, really? kind of fucked up. If you go frame by frame, really? you can see their faces slowly <laughs> turn like morphing Whoa. into their. That's dead. wild because that's something you would never pick up on unless you probably. Right. Like, but like, it's definitely an attention to detail that like you wouldn't notice if you would probably notice if they didn't do it. You know, that's fantastic. Um, the other thing is the images that flash in front of their eyes. Uh, most are from the tape, but a few are not. A few are look like they could be. They're in like the same yes, grainy really. style. 
like when a scene will cut. You're like at the end of a scene, they'll flash like a black and white image that looks like it was on the tape. But it, it, there's one with like an insect or something. I feel like I know you're referring. There's to. a lot of bug play. There's in a all couple that are weird that Save just it, bug that bug. are absolutely not in in the tape at all. Can, can you say and, what they were? Do you do you remember like what they were? The the things that like flash? a couple of them were like symbols or like blood dripping like out of like uh, a th- like a, I'm trying to think of. Um, you can you can look it up because it's Airbud shooting a shot because it's because the images are different for each person in the movie Strikes that back. dies. Some, so there's like it. I don't know if it's like personal related to them. I found very little information about this. Okay, online, interesting. So this is a rogue study that you've done. Yeah, but each each person when you see them die, they have these different extra images that really? are added to that have not, that are not found in in the video. I like that. That's and awesome. I wonder. I mean, they could maybe have been in the video that were cut, and like I don't like there could. So this is exclusive we're getting right now. This is an exclusive on Dead Last podcast. Wow. I mean, I maybe I'm uh, not, we're finding out some information nuggets. Oh, uh, we're going super serious. Uh, getting the cool ring <laughs> uh, visuals that you guys might not have. The seen. only man to have seen it seven times Haven't on the big seen screen. It. No one else has seen these things before. Talked about him. You're here. We're here with super silly. Uh, laying it all out. So uh, call your moms, call your dads, because this shit is getting real. Close. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the. You know, you could Google it and see if there's. I've, n- I've never done Well, I time. hope so. Don't well, I didn't find anything from your fucking three-legged dog. I can't brain. find a three-legged dog in the ring anywhere. I've just found a bunch of pictures of nice little dogs. <laughs> a a puppos? Yeah, oh, they're all, they're all the just computer. doggos and puppos. But, uh... Oh. I don't, I don't, but, but, yeah, so I feel like they, they definitely left some things deliberately... Like, not dead ends, but in, infinite... Infinite corridors where you could go down and just be like, I... There's no real answer here. Here's just like a couple. I like that. Now I want to yeah. watch it and slow it down. Now I want to see what it is. Right? Like, like I, I love the mystery kind of cells. The that's more, why I love this movie so much. The more that I looked, the more I would find that they were paying it. I just I get I really like when they pay that much attention to detail. That they're like somebody somebody out there is going to slow this the fuck down. And let's lead. Let's give them something to do. Especially for a movie like this, what a great yeah. opportunity to do that. Something exactly like, that kind of thing. I found something on Pinterest. The ring cursed video images for inspiration. For inspiration. Huh. Yeah, I don't I don't feel inspired by any mm-hmm, of these. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe the, this one. <coughs> one of the best things about this movie is the... Uh, oh, everyone knows that one. That's easy. That's a sweet lady. <laughs> the little inspiration from the lady combing uh, oh, her hair in the mirror. What I like so much about this movie is that it, uh, it breeds it, this entire uh, just feeling of desperation. Like, they are, like, there is a mystery to be solved, and they are... Desperate, very yes. desperate to figure it out, and the stakes and are raised yeah. when the kid sees it. Yeah, which the is sta- cool. yeah, the stakes just keep getting they keep getting high, higher. Somehow keep getting yeah. higher. So yeah. it's pretty much a whole family, a, an entire broken family, that is set to die if they don't solve this. Yes, and uh, it, it 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 makes the the whole movie so tense. Yeah. Oh yeah, the level the, of tension is is palpable. Like by the last scene, you are just like, "Come on!" Like there's a there's a deadline, you know, and that <clears throat> it is that is kind of like a Japanese horror kind of thing, you know, with like even like the wailing. Like I I thought okay. of a little bit upon rewatching it, just that that feel that mystery that there's layers to it. They're uncovering the layers, but as they do so, their time's running out. Mm-hmm. It just adds an yeah this urgency and this intensity to the whole movie, you know that that mystery that you you want her to figure it out. 
And I think that's why the movie's so good is like you're rooting for her the whole time. You know, yeah. it keeps you really invested. And the movie is really interesting and cool right up till the end. And it's like you can watch it again and and still have it be interesting. Yeah, because there's still stuff to kind of discover and figure out. It's yeah. just like once you know certain information. Like there definitely that. is. And uh, I do almost kind of like, even though I long for, is information about Samara. Like you you learn so much things about this girl who is, you know. <laughs> by the time we were in the ring, too, we were just calling her the ring. Which is funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It was like, oh well, the rings, the rings here now. The rings gonna yeah. get you. Yeah, because uh, that movie sucks. Yep. But uh, but Samara and like the like what her story is, it is kept like pretty vague. Like this couple wanted to adopt, or they wanted to have a child and they couldn't, and they went away and then came back with a child. And she is pretty much just a psychopath with powers. Mm-hmm. It was destroying this whole island town. You know, uh, they make her. Uh, she's hurting people, so they they put her away in the barn, and she hates the horses. She starts killing, like this whole like their family is famous for horses, so they start killing all of the horses. She starts killing all the horses personally, making them go insane and drown themselves and mm-hmm. kill themselves. And uh, I don't know. It, it's it's so wild. are some of those images like there's images obviously on the tape of the horses running off cliffs and like horses lying. Yeah, the lying on the, the beach. beach. Is that that doing the Nensha or however you described it? Is that like Samara's projecting that just because those are images that she saw, just things in her head that are making up the context I of this videotape, so. or at least like a representative? Like, like not everything is like a straight something that that she saw, but it's something that's representative of something that happened mm-hmm. like around her. Like the, even you know the, I mean? the, the 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 mother la- dr- brushing her hair in the mirror and she yeah. turns around and they're like this is a weird shot because you should see the cameraman in yeah. the mirror but you don't like maybe that's just Samara's vision that's why there's not a cameraman something she saw she just saw that the ladder falling that's right you know that's uh, like right the ladders against the wall but uh, that's of, for where she lives of in the where barn she used to live of like the falling out with her okay, parents yeah. you know what i mean like so it's her. not literal th- it, memory images yeah of her of her that's an image of her like becoming unloved by her parents they sent her to the barn right you know and uh you know the fingernail going through is her trying to get out of the well right probably losing her, her thing the the centipede crawling across you know underneath that middle table is her time in the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, it all. It, it why? All, why? Why a centipede? Uh, she had a centipede. Uh, I, probably, uh, you know, a representative of some uh, uh, a, a trickster, someone with uh, you know many threads trying to trick her, kind of idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's real. Okay, I'm just talking. That's fine. We're trying to figure out the images. Yeah, but uh, I feel like all of them mean something. I would like to see like what they uh, what the ones slow down actually mean. Yeah, I think Rob was making it up. He's been looking on the computer here. Yeah, I'm not. Hold on. <laughs> this is a rogue theory, man. Dude, not, I think you're saying, the only one onto this. I like that. It's That's a rogue cool. Theory, it makes it more interesting. interesting. I, I bet it's. Uh, I bet it's very real, and I would like to see them. Uh, but I, I mean, I guess we should probably like move towards the end while while you look for this. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they they, they she finally figures out. You know uh, the history, and uh, you know watches her, you know adoptive father kill herself, and like finds the barn. Like uh, in this movie, do we know that they're adopted? Yeah, I was confused because like she she do. goes in the house, and she, they say that she was adopted. And they go in the house, and they find like a birth certificate that says that she was born to this lady, but it was just like kind of a lie thing. Um, right. 
But she's basically just an evil child. Like she yeah. is, she is psychic. Well, then she like, and she wants to hurt people. She says she's sorry, mm-hmm. but she can't stop. Yep. So she's basically like a demon child. Yeah. She has no control over it. Yeah, and, and uh, eventually they find out that like they they want away to get away from all this like razzle dazzle. Like after the uh, the whole like institution, all that stuff happened, they went to this place, and uh, the the mother, you know walks up to her she's sitting near Will staring at this beautiful tree and uh she goes behind her puts a plastic bag over her head and suffocates her and throws her in a well yep and she dies there harsh and uh the very same you know uh cabin that those original four kids stayed on you know it that's it was built on top of the well cause they go back there and they, then he, her and Noah get in a fight and he, like, smashes this, like, vase of marbles. And they all roll into this sunken part of the wood, which is all, like, there's this wet mold coming up from under. And they tear it up and the well's under there. Mm-hmm. The very same well. And then, uh, you know. Why did they build a cabin over the well? Huh, and they just build you know, it next to the well. Yeah, it seemed, probably, seemed like a good <laughs> spot for it. <laughs> you know? Because it was next and then you have a, a well. Yeah, there was I mean, a poor girl at the bottom. Who's gonna of it use that the they well? Wanted to hide. Yeah. Well, they didn't know there was a dead girl, but they could have just, you know, I mean, used who, the well. Who's gonna use the well? It doesn't matter. Who I uses mean, wells anymore? Are you gonna Are you gonna go tomorrow <clears throat> and you're gonna get well water? It's a rustic cabin getaway. It's uh, scenic. It's decorative. Yeah, you don't need the you don't need you don't the need, well. It's not functional. It's decorative. They have aqua. Dude, Nestle probably owns all that property at that point. It just you're buying bottled, it just didn't you're seem buying like bottled a good water at that plan. point. Nestle is the real villain of this movie. Clearly it was a bad plan because there was mold developing in the wood, which is what caused yeah. it to warp. And... and So eventually some screws loose, things happen, hijinks, a TV hits her in the head, she falls down the well. Hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. You know, slapstick. Good bit of slapstick. She gets, uh, you know, she finds the body of Samara, takes her out, and she's like, oh, well, you know, uh, which I get is like the classic, the, the classic idea of like ghosts and everything supernatural that we understand in American society or any a lot of societies. You know, you take the body, you put it to rest, their business is settled, right? Then it's good, everything's fine. It's like putting it to rest is just holding it and just being like, "Hey, go," giving yeah. it a little hug, and you're, oh, now it's not going to kill anyone. Now. You're buried in the ground, so everything's cool. But that did that's exactly what happened in the Japanese one. To be fair, it's true. But because yeah, because it's kind of a worldly thought. Yeah, put it to rest, put the bones to rest, and they're fine. They're in the resting place. Our problems are solved. And they, but they're, they, not they move on. they're not. Free us, Stan. They're not. They go to. Uh, they think everything's cool, like because she doesn't die past her time. And then Noah gets murked in a fantastic, like the the iconic. Uh, uh, Samara coming out of the of the Television, TV screen. Yeah. Which is great. Also, Rick Baker uh, yeah, designed. I saw that. Uh, designed he did all, all the effects. All smart. Really? Yeah, yeah. And so he must have done the makeup on the faces, too, and they got mm-hmm. all distorted. That's Definitely. Cool. Time back to our uh, last episode with Rob with uh, the old uh, American World of London. Prosthetics, and, uh, Rick yeah. Baker. And then I got it wrong on the Slash Cards trivia You last did, episode. yeah, last time. It would have been embarrassing. How you doing, Rob? You, you figure out any other secrets in the ring? You just find out you're the, you're the only one on this old man's... Tale, this old I think I'm the only one on this. Th- I think I'll have to this pull wild the movie goose to chase. show you what I'm fucking talking about. I'm not watching. We can cut it in. We can cut it in. It's fine. Um, all right, how do you feel about the ending of this movie, Rob? The ending of the movie is 
Um, it's freaky because you think it's kind. Of, it's like they solve it, but they they're the solution is to show the tape to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So the movie ends with this mother and her sweet little creepy boy deciding to go murder somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit, it's a bit more subtle and even more creepier in the Japanese one where they're just on their way to their like right. uncle's house or grandfather's yeah, yeah, house. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't say what happens there. <laughs> we'll save that for the Ringu. Oh, okay. But, uh, well then nothing. but it is fucked up yeah basically um, yeah it basically it's like she survives uh, uh Aiden, Aiden's pretty much like yeah, why did you she's like yeah you're safe now we saved her I let her free and he's like why did you do that right yeah that's crazy. like that's the she's like out. we set her because it was so weird when she finds the body she's like caressing it in this well mm-hmm. and then she goes she's like it's okay Aiden I set her free he's like why did you do that she's fucked up Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, right now we're looking at the uh, the in between oh. of uh, before the girl dies, the original girl dies. Jesus! Before it uh, it ends, and that's all horrifying. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you see that for like a s- instant. Wow, Jesus! Well made movie, Korvinsky. Basically, because she made a copy of the movie, she survives. Um, yeah, but they have to show it to someone else because she wants to be seen and wants to live on. Right. It's not even copying. It isn't even really the necessary part. It's it's just a copy and show it. It's just a showing. Because she copied it and showed it to Noah, (laughs) which is why she survived. Right. So they arrive at this conclusion because they think the whole point of the videotape is that Samara wants her story to be told. Mm -hmm. She wants everyone to know that she was killed by her parents. Is that the end game? It's like in this movie, I'm talking just on the, the... yeah, the ring. We, uh, I, I, I think it's kind of in the spirit of like a, like a, like a like a deity style, like a like a ghost or a demon, where like you have more power, where the more people believe in you. Kind okay, of right, but not the ability to articulate. Yeah, like, not necessarily. She wants to spread it like a disease. Okay. Yeah, know? that's what she said. It's like uh, Brian Cox's character. He says you you, t- you take one man's tragedy and force the world to experience it. Right. Hell yeah, dude. Any, uh, That's you know, what she's doing. You want to close out on this, baby? Yeah. Uh, closing thoughts. Rob, The Ring. You love this movie. Talk I, talk I to do. us. I just like the wild goose chase it sent me on for a, for a long time. And uh, I'll, sh- I'll show you what I'm what I'm talking about when, okay. when, when we, I'm we not believe being in your timed theory. on the air. We believe in it. And I'm very excited about it. So I'd like to look at it. But it's yeah. not like a theory. It's just like a. It's a lot of questions. What What would you rate it out of ten stars? We do ten star system. Why are they stars? No, what, what was a star out of how many shapes? Did you, don't worry about any of this. It's ten stars, right? You know how many We're, shapes? It's a revolutionary system. Before the first episode, you're in our system now. This conversation's already been had. I'd give it do you nine. Know how, many, how many pentagrams and pentacles and septuples? It used to be hexagrams. Yeah. How many? We're stars. How, how did you it was out of six hexagrams. How Rob, did you hex all that it. gram? Rob, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it's it. It's nine stars. Nine stars out of ten. Yeah. Okay, nice. Nine ninja throwing stars. Luke? Um, so for me, you know, this. I look at this movie as a cross between seven, Poltergeist, and Ringu. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and a little bit of When a Stranger Calls, too. Ringu. Interesting. You said Ringu. <laughs> 
Also, when a stranger calls. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the imagery. I love, um, yeah, it's a great horror movie. I didn't see it um, in theaters. I saw it afterwards. Quick anecdote about that. When it came out in 2002, I was a freshman in high school. And you ever have phones in your classrooms, like where teachers could call each other? You know, you have that, like a teacher line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the phone rung during my English class. My English teacher, Mr. Duvall, who's an awesome teacher. Um, I had a great, great classes with him. The phone rang, was a teacher calling him, and he picked up the phone, and he goes, hello? Seven days to live? And everyone burst out laughing except me, who hadn't seen it. And then oh, well, you must look like an idiot, huh? And I just felt like an idiot. Oh. And so I swore from that day on, I'm I'm gonna get every reference in every horror movie I'm always in any English class ever. I'm gonna see the ring every time. Yeah. Wow, um, dude. So yeah, so I, um, but then I, it's become definitely one of my favorites. I give it a solid eight. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, it's great. The imagery is great, and I'll we'll get to it later. But I I definitely prefer it to Ringu personally. Okay, hell yeah. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh, nine out of ten. I love this movie so much. I watch this movie every single year, nice. at least one time. I've loved it since I saw it in theaters. It's nice. it, like it is uh, like I said before, like it's a hardcore like like mystery horror, and it keeps yep. you captivated the whole way through. Like the, it's just beat 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 beat, and it just keeps you going, and it keeps you enthralled, and it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gore Verbinski, like uh, I hope Christopher Wallace is good, and people are just yeah from shit. revisiting all this shit. I'm want to see cure for wellness more than i did previously but you know you're doing in like uh you you built on something that was already there and uh and you Mm -hmm. did it so so well it's so hard to find a remake that's better than an original movie it's insane so uh let's move on to the fantastic tour de force (laughs) ring two Ring two, ring two, ring two. Do you want to take it away, Luke, with the ring? Ring, the ring two. two? Can, we get, can we get some taglines? Let me give you guys a couple taglines. Yeah. So this is the ring two. While Frodo and Sam edge closer <laughs> to Mordor with Luke, the help of the shifty one. golem. Wrong. Luke. Uh, this is the two rings. This is rings two, right? The two rings. <laughs> oh, okay. Shit. Got it here. The ring two. I I was looking at rings. The the two. It was called. Yeah, that's the cool Peter Jackson movie. Yeah, about. Rings the Two. That when one's good. That one's good. This one's not. Yeah. Okay, so this is the other that's one about why, two why most people accidentally watch this movie. Okay, the other Rings 2s. Definitely don't watch it on purpose. All right. Pet, pet Creamery. <laughs> ah, Pet Ring Creamery. Ring 2, Pet Creamery. Yes, Rings. The, the Two Rings. Okay. The Two Rings. 2005. This is uh, PG-13. Um, this is the sequel, the American sequel to the to the Fellowship um, of Ring. 
Uh, six months after the incidents involving the lethal videotape, new clues prove that there is a new evil lurking in the darkness. A, a new evil? Is it new? It's the exact same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you realize it was a that's new evil? A, that's a good synopsis. Wow, yeah. Okay, you want a tagline? Yeah, I do want a tagline. Okay, well, give me a minute. Um, also, uh, it, it's uh, of note to uh, to say that the person who directed this movie is the man who directed the original Ringo. Yes. Yep. Which frustrates me a lot. Yeah. Okay, wait. Can I give you the tagline? It is... <laughs> it's worse than we could... Anything... Both of you guys come up with a tagline for for the Ring 2. Brandon, okay. you go. Uh, if, if you love... My O-ring, you're going to love this ring. <laughs> All right, Rob? Don't. <laughs> That's the don't. ring, too. Don't. Don't. <laughs> okay, it's... This is, one of them don't is... Don't even. It, it begins again. Uh, it begins <laughs> again. Yeah, like a, like a ring. Damn. Where does it start? Okay, Where wait. does it end? It, Who this knows? Is the second it one really here. It ended at the first movie. You like really this one, Rob? <laughs> the ring, too. The dead don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like a zombie movie? Yeah. That's a generic zombie movie from a student film. Third uh, one is uh, The Ring 2, Fear Comes Full Circle. It Begins Again wins. It Begins. Again. Awesome. A brand new evil. Brand new evil comes to the stage in the form of Samara. The, yeah. The so person from the, the ghost lady from the first one. Right. So the brand new evil they're referring to is the exact same. Um, so this movie is straight up. We're not going to get too deep into synopsis. This movie isn't anything like the first one. It does star Naomi Watts and Aiden and Rachel are back and he's still calling her Rachel and she don't like that. Um, until the end where she do like it. it. it, Um, it it starts off with a meet cute basically, but like they've met each other for the first time in the whole, yeah, for like, it's like two years, two or three years after. And she's like, well, you know, you don't have to call me Rachel. Like, that's the first time they had that conversation. Like, you call right. me mom if you want to. Yeah. It, like, they're just meeting each other. Well, that there's part a comes in. There's a, pay- a mother and son. There's it's a payoff. No, no, no. There's a payoff between that. The later it's, on in the movie, there is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, like, I didn't see that coming. Okay, well, I'm there just saying. They, they, it was, okay. You can call me mom. So this movie, while it still st- while it stars them, which which I did appreciate, it's has none of the, the urban legend, none of the... The videotape whole plot is completely absent. This movie is a little kid possession movie. Uh, Rachel and Hayden moved, decided to move to a city um, where it doesn't rain perpetually. Um, and lost the entire vibe. Of and the it's not green anymore. They they, they were they fed up with the, the green. Filter. Yeah, the green's gone. Um, and it's just kind of Samara's back possessing Aiden. And um, this movie is uh, is terrible. <laughs> It was. It's nothing like there. I mean, it's just a classic shitty two thousand little so kid possession bad. movie. It it really is so detached from the original, with the exception of the mother and son character, and their whole dynamic is much less enjoyable. In the first one, she's like this negligent mom, but they he's he's a little weirdo. But they have this dynamic, and it's enjoyable. In this one, they're kind of they've been through the ring, you know, they've been through the ringer, and so they're they're <laughs> friends again, <laughs> and, uh, uh. so they're like getting closer, and that's cool. Rachel, but the, Rachel, the, Rachel. the direction Rachel, Rachel, and, the, Rachel, and the screenplay Rachel. is so awful. Like they're like they're you feel nothing between them anymore. There's like a scene where Samar so Samar's trying to possess the kid Aiden. It's, it's Nightmare on Elm Street too. 
Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I can see that. So there's like a scene where it's she goes upstairs. And she's like, "Aiden, how you?" Uh, this is like two days into he's getting possessed. She's still just kind of like, "I'll just put him to bed and call a doctor." And she's like, "Aiden, you doing okay, hun?" Oh, no response. Oh, maybe that whole possession thing is kicking in. She goes upstairs. She, Aiden, and he's not there. A- Aiden, get to bed. What the wind? This window shouldn't be open. And then Samara's cl- cl- like clawing the wall in the corner. She's like, Aiden, we gotta get out of here. Aiden's not in the bed. Now he's in the corner. Aiden, get back to bed. <laughs> it's like, what do you want? Leave me alone, Rachel. Your son to do. I don't like you, Rachel. Uh, get away from me, Rachel. It's, I don't yeah. want breakfast, Rachel. It's he so says Rachel a thousand yeah. times in the the first ten minutes. They just like, their whole rapport together makes no sense. It's Ugh. just like. It's so stupid, and it's just about the two of them. It's just the screenplay is terrible. I don't know if there's like a language barrier from from the from um, Hideo Nakata. It, it is the first his American one. debut. It it really just feels like it makes no sense the entire time. Do, do you have any uh, on, on top thoughts there, Rob? Halfway through the movie, they bring in fucking Lumberg. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know they do. Just to, that was funny. Just to, like if you, just in case you had any. In- inclination to try and take this movie seriously don't i so i didn't see ringu 2 but from like what i read from the plot it it, so it it feels like so ringu ringu 2 is tight ringu 2 is batting a zero percent on rotten tomatoes really yeah damn ringu 2 zero percent so, so, so what it seems to me... <laughs> Gra- so, granted, this is out of like a, a total of 20 reviews. So, so the director who did Ringu and oh, Ringu like 2 oh, is directing the, the American anymore. version of the Ring 2. Zero out of 10 is... You know what I mean? That's not a great ratio. Yeah, it's not the best. You could have better. But but so he so he's directing this one. So what it seemed like what he was trying to do is make the Ringu 2 American version of Ringu 2 without uh, taking any type of like... Uh, without looking at the Ring One at all, you know what I mean? Like, cause they're two pretty different movies with like a similar skeleton, but he's just ignoring it. And he's just like, well, I'm just gonna do everything from the Ring, the Ring from Ringo Two, and just do like the the Ring Two, or at least a proceeding of the plot, like American wise. Mm. I could be wrong because I didn't see Ringo Two, but for like oh, it, plot, has, it has it absolutely seems very has it seems very to, similar to Ringo Two. Has nothing like, to do with really? Ringo Two. Yeah, okay, it's its Damn. own movie that. I mean, he directed it. He didn't write it. I don't know okay. who the hell wrote this fucking movie. Okay. But. Yeah, it's just nice and sunny. It was like, written by David Dorfman. Uh, David Dorfman. Who, doesn't the kid, he star? The kid. The kid, yeah. No, oh, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was written by Aaron Rachel. Kruger and Koji Suzuko, who wrote the, the novel, yeah. apparently. The, so. the, the first uh, red flag was uh, watching a bunch of kids uh, playing a sprinkler in the middle of winter in uh, winter jackets. And that was alarming uh, from the get-go. Was, uh, <laughs> you know, just, they're all having fun in the sprinkler, and they're all just wearing uh, winter jackets and just having a fun, a fun time. And it's uh, a good, good, cool movie. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get very cold. Hey, yeah, it really cold uh, film. Really kicking off the whole water theme in this movie coming out of nowhere. Um, because she's afraid of water, right, guys? You've always <clears> known that, right? Apparently, according to this one, she's afraid of and loves water. She lives in water. She's dead. She, yeah, she is dead. <laughs> she is dead, ain't she? She's dead in water. She don't like it. This movie tried to like uh, like recreate so many like uh, tropes from the like the original like the ring like a uh, like a 
instead of horses, it's like a right. De- it's like remember this remember this uh, thing here. It's going to be a little different. Yeah. Hey, remember? Yeah, you, the horses instead a new brand new twist. Instead, different four legged thingy. Deer. All right, deer. And so they they they're driving at one point, and uh, it, I I watched that scene like a. Like it was like an '80s gang, like Roundup is like we're the fucking deer gang. Like, what are you? Oh, well, like, like when what they the surround fuck the car? <laughs> what was with the deer? He was like, we told you not to come here. We're the goddamn deer gang. Like they should have; those deer should have leather jackets on. <laughs> it's like, yeah, back the fuck off. Yeah, this all this all territory. God, that movie was so bad. I didn't see this one either. Like this is the first time I saw it, but I just remember like my friends saw it in high school, and they were like, "There's the, all they talked about were the CGI deer." Yeah, like I don't even remember what happened, but there's a bunch of CGI deer. I was like, "Cool, I I don't think I'll be seeing this." I and, hate CGI deer. Everyone knows that. So wh- they where where that. where did they move to? Because like they moved, so it was like supposed to be six somewhere months, else probably. It's like in six Washington. months after. Yeah, it's not. And long. The, and like the uh, it's like already like oh well, someone in town's shown someone else like the tape. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that many copies have been made. Of the tape at that point, like six months later, yeah. it's followed them there. Keep in mind, right. there's they, no explanation of how the tape got to them. Well, keep in mind, two months earlier, they made a copy of the tape and murdered somebody, and, yeah. they, and they didn't then decide to, you know, maybe to leave town. Yeah, yeah, just stay around. We'll go some. We'll go somewhere else. It won't follow us. We'll move a half hour away. Yeah, they could have gone anywhere. No, you know, he gets a, a nice journalist job in a small town. Small time journalist. Small town uh, Oregon, you know, or Washington, rather, or either or. Who knows? <clears throat> it's probably all half hour to each other. Yeah. Uh, but it's really well, awful. The, they, the way that the movie starts, though, is kind of cool. I, I like how it's like, okay, they've perpetuated the videotape thing. Now more kids are seeing it. They have to keep passing it on or they die. I'm, I think if they went with that kind of. A, like approach to it and it, the, the videotapes were just everyone was seeing them on a larger scale and it was still like kind of a detective story like how do you stop it, it that's would be exactly a much more what, compelling that's exactly story. what happens in rings oh okay if i'll talk about i'll talk about a little bit in between here like, no let us know like, what rings about because we haven't get, seen it so getting into that so i watched rings today uh yeah i uh you know i accidentally stumbled upon uh you know pirating i would never pirate a movie mm. we, we don't pirate movies here we buy them all as you should you know like they're all bought citizens and i watched the ring i watched rings today and it's pretty much about that like it's our, it's like a college cult thing where it's like they try to uh they they all watch it and like document their experiences like it's like here's like a picture of me two days in and stuff like that and they like before the seven days comes they get what they call as a tail like they find a tail a tail is someone who they you show the movie to you make a copy of digitally and show to so you don't die mm-hmm. and it just keeps going and they document this in this giant like college cult weird bullshit and someone uploads it to you well <laughs> eventually it uh <laughs> it changes because Samara's pissed that like no one's dying so they find a movie with inside the movie and then uh Mm. And then there's a new movie inside of it. What do you mean? Like uh, a new scene shows up and there's like, well, there's like this sub thing that we can do. And there's a film inside the film because that's how film works. And we found this new one. And there's still a bunch. It's way more bug heavy. A lot more bugs. Mm. Um, Go and ba- on. And basically. So there's a second tape. Yeah. So basically. Uh, they needed to make. They, uh, yeah. They had to make. Vincent D'Onofrio is Samara's father who is a priest who locked 
Samara, Samara's mom in a basement for eight months. Um, I don't really know why. Wait, is Vincent knew- D'Onofrio? Yeah, he's in is Samara's dad. Yep, absolutely. And he was an ex priest. He, blind, he blinded himself. Character. He's a blind guy. He blinded oh, well, himself. No, no, why? he's not. He's not that guy because he's his real father, bio father, bio dad. He blinded himself because he's a bad dad for giving birth to a ghost. Because so he because he thinks Samara can't kill him if he, she if he can't see him or see her. This guy sounds kind of cool. You know what I mean? And it's they, they do the the blue uh, they do, they do redo the like, the whole blue filter thing, the green which thing. felt good and it's like still way more like mystery. Honestly, it feels way better than this movie than Ring Two. Like it still sucks, but it doesn't suck as much as this movie does. Is even wor- with w- Naomi Watts, as someone who really liked, it, would you recommend going? See you should it? still watch yeah, it. Okay. You should because it it, uh, it like what what I was expecting for Ring Two is an expansion of the lore, kind of in a satisfying yeah, way. Yeah, And there's nothing that I get. You you get nothing out of this movie for like lore expansion. You get zero, pretty much. Damn. You get like you know, is, that's like her mom. That was Sissy Spacek, right? I didn't look at the IMDb, but that was fucking Sissy Spacek, right? Who's her mom? Say it again. Sissy Spacek. Yes, yes. That was yes, her mom. Yes. Okay, right. Fuck yeah. Um, I was just Rings has a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Still better than Ring Two, in my opinion. By like a lot, so still watchable. Low. It's still just like hot teens and like this basic bitch horror movie. How can how can this have gotten worse reviews than the Ring Two? The Ring Two has twenty is a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. That's pretty bad because yeah, six percent. That's they, that's like they, unwatchable. They do make an effort in Rings to make it like that. Like yeah, it's like it's it's a mystery. We're going down. The rabbit hole, trying to find stuff, unraveling the lore, still same like filter. They try to make it look like the original, like the Ring remake, yeah. you know, which they didn't do in Ring Two at all. Right, and it has a completely different look and feel. To yeah, it. yeah, and it's awful. So Samar, Samar basically just possesses Aiden, and even though Aiden originally is just like, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Is nothing, it, Aiden's not, in the movie. Well, I'm saying in Ring Two, I'm saying Aiden. Yeah, yeah. Aiden's in the movie, and he's, and he's just constantly telling his mom, yeah, nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. It's totally cool. It's like, we just saw tons of shit. Like, we should be open about you seeing, you know, uh, a demon woman. Yeah. You know, you should probably tell me about it. The whole thing, their, their, their dynamic, it just feels off. It's, yeah, it's totally off. It's fucked up. It, nothing makes sense. And the it's, whole it's subplot like about how the doctors think that she's abusing her son just is unnecessary. It doesn't advance yeah. the plot. It doesn't have any payoff. It's... I will tell you, uh, people injecting themselves with air in order to die is like a huge. Wait, Jack, she injected herself with air? Yeah. Yeah, when he's possessed by Samara. Yeah, I That that girl from Weeds, that lady from Weeds who plays a doctor, she just takes takes, uh, a needle and injects herself with air. And that's like one of my biggest, like, phobia. Like fucks me up. Like ever since I saw in, in the Omen remake, they do that, and like that fucked me. Kills up. you if like you that. inject yourself with air. Yeah, oh, you can't yeah. do that. You will die once it gets your heart. You'll Let's die. try it. I'll do it right now. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Who has any air? Here, here. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm time. Let me just let me breathe it in your mouth. I don't think I'll tongue. die. Hold I on. won't die. Hold on. I'm just gonna breathe some air into Luke's mouth with okay. my tongue with a, for just a short second and just yeah. go ahead. Oh, stop. What the fuck? Like, don't use your tongue. Hey, just, dude, just relax. Just lick to the back of my upper teeth. Hey, you're not going to have a <laughs> ton of time left to uh, to regret it. Just yeah. wait just a couple minutes this is an and just talk sensation. about the ring, too. You know yeah. what I mean? We'll see if I die. You know? 
Let's move past the ring too, because it's bad. Um, I mean, there we do have Lumberg, like like uh, like Rob said before. Yeah. You, you like Lumberg in this, Rob? No. No. I don't like I don't like Lumberg ever. Uh, me and my I girlfriend. Don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to see his his dumb face and anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy when he opened the door. That was like my favorite part of the movie. I'm like, he was like. Yeah. yeah. I was like, open the door. I was like, you got to <laughs> need you to come in. Yeah, I'm going to need you to step Come in in seven days. <laughs> 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 nice, Rob. Good podcasting. Oh, wow, dude. Nice, dude. And, uh, yeah, and we were talking about, uh, off podcast that he's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, we, she's like, what happened to their family? Because she's trying to go to the old house that, uh, like rehashing still old plot points going to the house that Smart grew up she's in. A, she's adopted and apparently and they find the real parents. Killed himself in. Uh, I was like, yeah, it's all in the basement. He's like, what happened to the old uh, people who lived here? He's like, oh, they bought a condo in Phoenix. <laughs> Which he said it in like a way where like you think everyone knows that means like they both killed themselves. He like lo- winks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They bought a condo yeah, in, in Phoenix. Phoenix. She's like, oh, say no more lumber. <laughs> They killed oh, themselves, didn't they? Double suicide, huh? <laughs> cheap. That's why it's so cheap, isn't it? <laughs> Very cool. Lumber, you dog. Yeah, you <laughs> could have just said. <laughs> you old dog, you. Yeah. Oh, man. And also, uh, a great cool thing about this movie is, uh, you know, Aiden being at 90. His temperature is at 90.3 degrees, and no one cares. <laughs> No one cares. He, uh, his body temperature is 90.3. She does. She there's just doctor. one. Well, there's just one doctor is like watching it. Like 90.3, that's fine. It's, no, you're a dead person. Yeah. You should have an entire crew of people. I read something that like harassing the, the you. Kid, his body temperature goes up I, and down. His, uh, his body temperature. I read that kid. his body temperature goes up and down depending on his level of possession by Samara. So if some because like by there's gets to a point in the movie where he's the whole thing the payoff we were talking about before in both movies Aiden calls his mom Rachel and she goes why don't you just call me mom and she it's kind of funny he's like oh because Rachel has your personality in it and then at the end of the movie when Aiden becomes fully possessed he keeps calling her mommy and so that's when we know something's wrong you know and he's like hi mommy and that's kind of the the tell that he's yeah, possessed by someone like, that's why that, that whole opening scene was like oh contact fucking clue it was like why don't you call me rachel well, i mean why don't you call me mommy said rachel mm-hmm. and i was like this is gonna come up yeah you know that's it, a great setup and you know, fantastic five shadowing oh, man that's I, a good I, five I shadow stand, i can't stand the five shadow five shadowing is the worst yeah, Rob's still sense. acting like the same the same way. Our yeah, what's up, Rob? Sinking back into his chair, closing except, his except eyes. Except this time, it's uh, instead of uh, you know, um, you know, being tired from traveling from across the country, he's just drank too much uh, mimosas. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> You're, You're like my time. grandmother. We want your input, she, Rob. She doesn't drink. We want your input. You want me to put it in? Yeah, yeah. Give, yeah, you give got anything a, to say about, about give us the your all ring? give us your all star encompassing ideas on this movie. We want to hear yeah, from you. We want your I have none. It was a it was bad. The well, ring went, two, I the went, second ring. I went and I saw this movie with a good friend of mine who went and saw the first ring many times with me in theaters, and we were very very excited to finally see to get like what you were saying, like to see more. Get more an expanded expansion on the lore of like what's mm-hmm. going on with this twisted story, and we got the you know 
very tall steaming pile of crap that was that was ring two featuring lumberg a tall a tall uh dirt stick and eventually she just gets uh i mean the real denouement of it she just gets uh trapped uh, living she's like i'll be your mom samara take, take me instead of right you, it's like the, instead I, of my son there's just i've the, already have a shitty mom to my son and my, i killed the dad <laughs> accidentally <laughs> so i'll just leave alone there's uh, just so many revelations she's like he she just wants a mother yeah <laughs> it's like uh, okay and, but then at the end it changes again to she goes into the videotape she, i'm gonna be your mom then it's like Oh, the well's open. Oh, that's how she gets out. Oh, we just have to <laughs> Dude, close the well. It sucks so bad. It's like, what? Yeah, maybe she's just like, yeah, I'm going to live in the well dimension inside the VHS tape. And this is, I'll do that because I'll sacrifice. She's like, oh, I'm just going to leave. Like, because the well's not. There's just, the, there, there's closed there's, all the way. Right, there's three the stupid VH, revelations in a row. Inside the VHS tape. At first, it's the kid like, uh, uh, you got to drown me, mommy. She, she don't like water. Mm. Okay, I'll drown my daughter. Or my son. Okay. Oh, I didn't kill him. Okay, well, I she just wants a mom. Okay, well, I'll go in the TV world. Okay, the well's open. I gotta close it. It's just yeah, like, yeah. What? Like, make up your fucking mind. Like, what? what's... How do you end it? How do you at least end this movie if it's gonna be a franchise? Yeah, this movie doesn't make any sense. It's just awful. Yeah, it's fucking it's really terrible. awful. It was frustrating. T- because I love The Ring so much, and it's so nice to, like, watch that movie, and I feel so good watching it. Well, I watched this directly after... Oh, that's and bad, yeah. We watched it back-to-back. I watched it, like, a couple days later. I, w- I watched it right after. And just like, I was so angry. It's a very different film. I was so angry and disappointed. It, it, it just feels so different. It just feels like it exploits the first one without paying homage to it and without expanding on it. it yeah, yeah it, it is just yeah, exploitative. It's exploitative of the first one, yeah, in all wrong ways. Like, the, yeah, they go back to all these... Like certain places without any of the same feeling or just nothing, and, and nothing. No, fr- no, I mean, it's no. a typical horror sequel you, that doesn't add anything fresh. It doesn't just, expand it's on. It's the like, mythos. how do you take two characters who did this whole movie together and then just destroy every single bit of chemistry that they had in the first yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. Right. How does that happen? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you a, had through the whole bad movie direction together, and a bad screen, and there's just nothing there. Like that should be a shoe in. You know. Yeah. Both the same actors. The whole point of just doing going a sequel on. is that exactly. all the work is done for you. Exactly. And it's just destroyed. Just thrown at the fucking window. Yeah. All right. Should we do ratings? Ugh. Brandon, what's your rating? Fucking two. Yep. Same two. Yeah. Yeah. Two? Fuck this, dude. This movie's a piece Catch of shit. Catch a combined six. Yeah, fuck this the ring, This movie's a piece too. of shit. It, Don't it, see it. it. So what would you guys say if you're into, if you're a fan of the ring, what do you go to next if you want to still experience that universe? Maybe, yeah, see Ringu. Ringu, see the next, our next feature see review. Ringo oh, great. From. Nice segue. And honestly, like like Rings for what it was, I thought it sucked. But like, I if you want to watch another ring movie that sucks, that's American, watch that instead of this. Okay. Because it will feel better than this movie. Yeah, it'll Rings, feel more. Rings felt better than this. Authentic to yeah. the original. Yeah, they tried. They tried. They they no. for Rings. They definitely saw the Ring one, and they're like, "This is like what we need to like kind of focus on." Is this kind of like right, like idea and this flow and this mantra, and uh, and and they did. And they, it lost focus because it's just a shitty like teen horror movie. Yeah. They don't really care about. It's just a franchise thing. But they still tried a little bit, right? Which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, so just watch that instead. At least it's Vincent D'Onofrio. I was uh, gonna say that's gotta be worth something. Yeah, right. There's a reason why they made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got they, they had to watch. They had to. We got one actor. <laughs> wipe the slate a little bit clean. <laughs> we got one. We got Vincent, and he's a blind guy. So cool. 
Cool. Yeah, let's move on. Let's get away from this thing. Yeah. This VHS dimension into Rengu. Ringus. Okay. So the original. Look the it original up. Ringus. R-I-N-G-U-S. Ringus. Okay. So Ringus is a smart, giddily creative burst of beautifully animated entertainment, and Johnny Depp gives a colorful vocal performance as a household pet in an unfamiliar world. By Kirk Cameron. He wrote like, the script. He, he wrote the script. It's no, it's, it's, no, it's directed by Gore Verbinski. Oh, Gore Verbinski. No. <laughs> yeah, because he wrote the first one and then wrote the and other so then first, He wrote the this sequel, Ringus. Ringus, yes, okay, Ringus. yeah. So Hideki Nakatomo, Nakatami, Nakatu, Nakatubo, Nanako Mat- Matushima. Is that right? No, that's not right. That, are you talking about the lead actress? No, I'm saying the the director, the real director. We should tell say who the real director is. Johnny Depp. <laughs> God damn it, Airbud. This is the part of the podcast where we always lose the thread. <laughs> um. The guy who directed is Hideo Nakata. Nakata, yeah, the guy who directed Ring Two, who we just really shit on, but he directed the original Ring, which is which pretty great. Which is a pretty good movie, yeah, not yeah. as good as the remake. I, I don't think. think so either. So this movie came out in 1998 in Japan, and like we said earlier, it was like an incredibly high-grossing Japanese movie. It spawned an American remake just four years later, or whatever, five years later. Um, and it is literally, I mean, it, like, the exact same movie. Except for a couple minor differences, and there's a couple things in Samara's backstory. But, I mean, almost scene for scene. It begins yeah. with the two girls sharing the same experience. I mean, it is... I Watching this movie, to me, I think whether or not you like Ringu or The Ring more will depend on which movie you saw first. But you can't say... Seeing The he, Ring a couple he, times made Ringu completely yeah. uninteresting to me. I mean, it was just felt way too familiar and wasn't enough of it. Okay. I, I appreciated it and did enjoy it, and I and I its praise is well deserved. But after seeing it, I mean, it's not even just because I know how it ends, but it's because every single scene was redone in the American. It, it's like the ring, and it's a li- and the American is just a little bit better. It's like the Ringu built a skeleton and then Gore put Gore on. He put he put the muscles on. The well, movie. he put he made he, um, he, put he made put it through it. gave it the Hollywood treatment. It's shot better, looks better, but it's also got better. I wouldn't say you know I don't know if the acting is necessarily better. The acting in this is good. It, the the subtitles are cool. I mean it's you know it's it's got that creepy Japanese horror vibe. It feels more authentic. While the the ring feels Japanese, this but, actually is. So it gives it an air of authenticity. But well, there's a certain there's it's just a not certain as creepy that I that I found like a specific distinction that. 
I think made them really different, which is what I liked about the Japanese ones, is the is the way Samara moves when she's not inside of the television. In it's a little creepier in the Japanese one. Way fucking creepier in the Japanese. In the American one, mm-hmm. all of her movements are accented by the fact that she's got this, like, you know, CG, like, static overlay. Well, they do it with quick cuts. Her right. arms she's move glitching. through camera she's glitching. cuts. She's glitching. Yeah. She's right. Teleporting. Cuts. Teleporting. Yeah. In the Japanese one... She's just crawling. She's, like, you literally just, like, hear bones cracking. Right. And Which like, is a very Japanese horror technique, right? Absolutely. I mean, even, like, lights out. Had had that. That was what that Japanese aspect of the body contorts. Like, yeah. a, a body like um, in uh, the Conjuring two, um, the Slender Man yeah, in, yeah, in that yeah. the Crooked Man. Yeah, yeah. the way he stands up and it, it was an actual for contortion. some reason. Yeah, totally. Like, that way, yeah. Like, way creepier. Yeah, absolutely. Walk like it's way yeah way scarier. Yeah, and just yeah. the whole. The way it ends is just a little bit a little more ominous, almost a little yeah. bit more like. Yeah, we're gonna have to go murder somebody right now. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, the way that the the original ending with just like kind of Aiden, um, Naomi Watts guiding her son's hand to make the tape. That was a cool ending, but it this her driving off under a storm. It has that real Terminator ending, and it's yeah, a little she, bit more she's apocalyptic calling, and yeah. implies she, a little. She's more. basically being like, yeah, like the the grandfather, like you have to die in order to yeah. close this, right. and like. You know, take it, take it on. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think something I, I feel like I have to say about this movie is, uh, so Ringu set off like, so the '90s was like pretty much a pretty much like like a dark hole for horror. Can we all agree on that? I mean, there were things I I appreciate kind of the resurgence of the slasher movies. I liked the Scream, and um, I know what you did last summer movies. To but me, they was, uh, they have nostalgic value that I enjoy. True, in 90s but, but horror on movies. the whole of like uh, like original ideas and like yeah, not uh, a lot of great original. It's a lot ideas. of franchise stuff, and it's a lot of the same kind of uh, horror movies weren't t- very creative cash, in cash the nineties. Kind of shit. Not as creative as they are now or yeah. in the eighties. So, uh, or in the so, early so 2000s. Ringu was the beginning of that that whole thing of uh, of Japanese remakes for horror because like in Japan at the time they were killing it. They had all these great horror movies and they remade the ring and they kept doing they kept doing, you know, they did like a Pulse and they did right. The Grudge mm-hmm. and they did Dark Water and uh, Shudder and like and yeah. all that stuff. They, escaped, they did this this giant uh, thing of remaking uh, uh, Japanese horror movies because Japanese horror movies were so original and they were fucking killing at the mm-hmm. time. That was the like the age of Japanese horror and Ringu was the catalyst. J horror, yeah, of J horror to bring that to the forefront. J-har. You know. Of uh, of American horror of American horror viewers, and um, yeah, and you, this you think that Ringo kind of kicked that off? Oh, one hundred percent, absolutely. I think that's undeniable, because mm-hmm. um, it was it was such a huge the success. Was it, unparalleled. Yeah, in Japan, it, yeah, like we said before, Ring was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, just like it was here. I think it was here too. You know, for horror, you know, it, even if it was just. Uh, you know, uh, American remakes of Japanese movies. Um, but it was an awakening for her. Like, you know, like a couple of years later, I think we like saw it and like, stuff like that. Yeah. It, but it, it, it invigorated the idea of like originality, I feel like, in the horror genre in America. Yeah. Well, also, um, what, what was, what's interesting about both of them is they neither the American or the Japanese one rely on blood or gore. 
Yeah, all. not at, at all. all. There's zero. There's no gore in these yeah. movies. I mean, there's a you know, body morphing and gross, like, but it's more of like the horror comes from it being distorted, not being like woundy. You know, it's not about. Yeah, it's not exploitative. Well, it's not about it, destruction. It's about being strange. You know, yeah. it's just it's not about like, oh, like it's not, it's not about pain. You know, it's a, it's more right. about psychological horror. Yeah, well, it's it, it's not about or, pain. It's I, I about say that. suffering. You know, I would, it's I would, like it's I would more say about just like un- un- the horrified look on the unnatural. Face. I would say yes, yeah, about natural. The way they die, the way she moves, like it's all about just well, like they're go- and they're also they are ideas go- they're of the, ghost of the human physique on top of these ideas of right. like body of even being a ghost that we don't really necessarily understand because the idea of Japanese horror is something that scares me. A lot, but usually... Uh, oh, don't be a pussy. Uh, Japanese horror, honestly, a lot uh, usually relies on, especially in the age of, like, Takashi Miike, like, relies on, like, hardcore gore. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But this is outside of that idea. Um, this is just something where it's just raw, just, like, creeping you the fuck out with still just visuals, you know? Even not, not just psychologically, but visuals that are not, you know, hardcore fucked up, just really just fucking creepy. And also yeah. just that idea of the urban legends, I think, feel like in the early 2000s, oh, late yeah. 90s, mm-hmm. even the movie Urban Legend, you know, there was a few of those. The, mm-hmm. the fencing mask. Um, I feel like there were a lot of those kind of come up with, a, a, like, there were, there were some good gimmick horror movies in, like, the early 2000s, you know? Yeah. It's still, it's still and I think that the, that the ring is, is is a part of that. I mean, it's a videotape that kills you when you watch it, you know? I mean, it's a gimmick. It's an urban legend. With the what was that movie with the? Um, it was like a all glass house with like all moving parts. Oh, um, thirteen ghosts. Thirteen ghosts. Yeah, like there was. A I lot should of move that into your face like like an hour ago. I'm gonna turn you up so much. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah, Rob, you're way too laid back in this interview. I'm ch- chilling. You're too chill. I'm Why don't chilling. you lean in? Very chill. Um. Yeah, there was Sorry Rob's been so lax and linked out. Yeah, if you can yeah, hear Rob, it's just cuz he didn't we didn't want you to hear it. We're trying to shove the mic into his face. Yeah. But he's been in Colorado too it's long. It's delicious. The dabs have literally become a part of his bloodstream. It's thick. It's a thick, thick yeah. it's a thick mixture in it's my a, blood. It's a thick amber. It's the color of my energy. Oh yeah, happy uh, 311 yesterday, guys. Oh yeah, yes. happy 311 oh, Saturday, new, Saturday, 311 uh, Saturday. Amber, happy 311 new, brother. Amber, Amber blood, alert. blood is the color of our energy, Luke. So hamburgers. Monster the is the color of, of my energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> shit. Shut up, monster. Fucking idiots. Uh, All right, bring. But anyways, uh, like you're, you're about to say something about, like uh, you know Japanese horror and the uh, leading to uh, American horror. Do yeah, you lose a thread? I lost it too. Oh, I was just talking about just how it it was more psychological rather than than you know blood and guts and gore. Yeah, not visceral. I I, I would never say like a. I wouldn't necessarily say like a psychological, but I would say less visceral. You, I mean, yeah. Ringu even more so or less so, I guess, than the ring. Like the. Even, you know, with those contorted faces in the ring aren't in this. Like, the dead bodies in this are just kind of open-mouthed. Ringu, 
is very tame. Seems like it was done on a, on a crazy small budget, but it is a really cool original concept, and it does have that 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 same. If if I had never seen the ring and I saw this movie, I would think it was amazing. You yeah, know, yeah. the mystery uh, aspect of it. It does remind me of the whaling. You know, obviously the whaling is much more recent, but, but I, I, that, I felt this was so much, so much more drier. Like like for the mystery. Like, like the driving force in Ringu seems so less desperate. There's not that desperation. The urgency. Yeah, there's not that urgency yeah. that drives the ring. But there's more of the like ring. A, a creepiness. That, it's literally sorry. two feet in between you and the microphone. <laughs> Awful. Rob's just like standing in the closet. Yeah. Fate in the corner, scratching the walls, there's, talking there's at this point. Water Rob has slowly been shoes. turning into Samara as yeah. this interview has gone on, as this podcast is. Seven days. <laughs> nice. You even sound like her. Hey, get it? So I've been practicing. Hey, seven days. Hey, hey it's me, the ring. Hey, <laughs> hey kids, want to hey, buy me. some days? <laughs> yeah. I got seven of them. <laughs> Hey, it's me, the ring. I'm coming for you. I'm the ring. <laughs> it's me. Go as the ring for Halloween. Yeah. Hey, you don't know my costume? I'm the ring? That would be a good costume. <laughs> There's a white shirt with a sharpie. Just etch in a circle. That's like the horror. I'm the ring, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the horror version. Oh, the ring. I'm saying, of like being Link and saying like you're Zelda. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, oh, what are you? Well, oh, I'm the ring. It was like, dude, no, Rob, you could be, you could ledge all your hair out just in front of your face, wear a white shirt with a sharpie etched in circle, and you're the ring. <laughs> oh, or just man. show your ass. We could do. And one thing, and I do prefer the score to the ring. the The creepy three really? note thing, yeah, totally. The, 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 the creepy, th- they're, they're, they're different, and I like the music in Ringo. It is very creepy and atmospheric, but that tip, that like you know, that iconic three note white noise that. It's all uh, over the ring. It's not in ring. There you go. Uh, but but wait. So you, you wait. So you don't wait. So you like the the one the ring better than than Ringu? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Well. Okay. Well, that's what I was saying. Okay. I thought yeah. you were saying that you like the Ringu one better. No. 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 The ring. The ring. The, the, there's the, the, there's, the there's music way, is way more. Creepier the sound the design in the ring is way better. Like the yeah, entire videotape, yeah. even in general, is awful. <laughs> C- compared, like the the video itself in the ring, is way longer. And, and yeah. it's more pertinent, like to the entire thing. You can relate everything in the video to, mm-hmm. like all this. It's a little stuff. bit more random images. Yeah, in, in, Ringu. in the mystery of unsolving it, in Ringu, it's kind of like, eh, I don't know, whatever the fuck, yeah. you know. Sometimes there's there's just a whole scene that's like, like th- five seconds that's just like a bunch of uh, Japanese letters that just say eruption, you know, like that's so on the nose, right, yeah. like compared. To like uh, the other thing, you know, and uh, that in that respect to and the sand, volcano yeah. and the um, the the supernatural elements to Samar's backstory is probably like the one thing that I did prefer in Ringu. Um, I like yeah, the fact wh- that that she was more. supernatural. It, more, more, more so supernatural in the sense that ESP. She had a, a mom that had ESP, and they conducted these experiments. Sudoku is her name in this one. Is the Samara character. And I, I liked all that a little bit more, how she was malicious because her her mom also had psychic abilities, but she kind of 
had it used against her and she was used by a doctor all that made it kind of it's like okay yeah you know a little girl with like some supernatural ability dying i can buy into that ghost story a little more than just oh this girl just was at the bottom of a well for seven days so she made a videotape to kill everyone it's kind of like uh what i like to ringu ties makes that story make a little more sense i think i liked it less like like I think both movies would have benefited from less supernatural. From like, like if the first There's ring, barely, it's barely if, in if the, the first f- ring. Well, I mean, so in the first so. ring, if the, if Aiden didn't have that, I think they could have just proceeded with the plot because like, in in the first one in Ringu, so many so much of the plot progression depends on the father Ryoji. Ry- so Ryoji. There's yep. Ryoji, Rico, and uh, the son Ryoji, Yo- Yoichi. our man from uh, season Sunshine. Yeah, yes. He's Kaneda and Sunshine. Yep. Fan- he's he has gone on to have a fantastic career in yeah. like Last Samurai. He's he, been in so he many was in the movies. Wolverine too. He's an excellent actor. He's great. He's great in this. It, it was sort of fun to him like, when I looked up the ring on IMDb, he's sort of the last person to look a full cast and go all the way to the bottom and mm. then he's there. I don't know why. Fantastic actor. Yeah, you're and right. uh and and he's in that, and and he has the gift of ESP. Why and, is he the last so, person? And so does his son. I don't know why. That's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Because like I was frustrated. I'm like I was looking. I'm like where I know I that was, guy. I was too because I was like, what I, do I, yeah, I know the guy from yeah. somewhere. We just like we just watched Sunshine. He's in that. And, and I just watched The Wolverine in preparation for. Yeah. Lowe. And he's in, uh, he, he in Forty Seven Ronin. And the Twilight Samurai is where he got he got his. Yeah, maybe break. it was a request or something like that. But I don't know why he's the last one. Yeah. Uh. But but either way, like the, the yeah, it, it, for the idea of like him having ESP, it's just all these plot points coming out of nowhere from supernatural like blessings, versus in the first one, she's just a really great journalist. You know what I mean? Like like they're like she's a great journalist. Well, he's she, a videographer. The, the woman's a journalist in this the, too. Yeah, but she's like she's getting all these plot points she's from not from as great nothing. Of a journalist. Yeah, not as Rachel. Well, Naomi Watts is Ra- a Ra- fine journalist. Yeah, Rachel is going down this entire fucking thing and figuring it for herself. Whereas she, whereas Rico, she's a good journalist and she's also she's trying to figure it out before like the relative dies. Like she's already like right. trying to go for it. But like she's mostly she's hysterical for most of the movie to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like she's losing her mind whereas whereas Rachel is like she's, she, she's she a bit more cool point, and calculated. And she's trying to figure this shit out. And yeah. like I, I feel like it's, it's more empowering as like a character for her. Like uh like she is like she's more of a heroine. Yeah. You, you get behind her a lot more yeah, in the ring, which yeah. is she's another reason the it's better. It. She will she you know, she's a bad mom, but she's not about to let her kid or her baby daddy, like, die. Yeah, the kid's you know not really I mean? in this one. And she's and very she motivated. That, and Reiko, yeah. like... The kid's well, not as big a, a big aspect like, in this like, movie the, at all. Like, the, the biggest, the most frustrating scene in this whole movie is, like, in the ending of The Ring, they, wa- they like, spill these marbles and it goes to... You know, it settles down and things like, oh, there's. They a just well kind of stumble upon it in, in Ringu. In, in, in Ringu, they're like, oh, there's a well under there, and they spend <laughs> a, they spend about ten minutes draining the water from the well with buckets. Like it is. What an, the fuck is, is the point of that? Amount of time. What is the point of it's, that? It's such. What, they're looking awful for the money. Why don't you feel spent. around for it it's instead that, of right? slowly you know, you purging know what you're the well for. with buckets? It's, it's up to your waist the whole time. Just dip down, look for a body. What are you doing? Why is that whole thing happening? They spend like ten minutes in that scene, and it's so frustrating because everyone knows it's like there's a body in there. 
grab around for a body. Don't yeah. drain the well with buckets while you're waiting for hours until you know until dusk to come, to come when you might die. That I, that, that part for I, for a I smart a generally smart movie that was really stupid. It was so stupid. So, final thoughts, comparisons, stars, Rob. Anything Rob, else you, you guys want to do? Anything else you guys want to say, say about the Ringu? Then I like Ringu. Well, because like with the tape. Like, with trying to, you know, like, I did the same thing where I wanted to know, like, what do these images mean? You know, there's a uh, a rabbit hole you could go down there that definitely, I feel like there's more to that rabbit hole than there was in in the American. She is a daughter yeah, of a water there, there, demon. I agree. There's more. The, the, the backstory is more complex. That's what I mean. She's it's, a daughter of a water demon. Right. Which is what I kind of wanted. Wait, a she's a daughter more. of a water demon? Yes, that's what I believe. So she, so you're led to believe that she is the daughter, the bio daughter of the doctor who is studying the mom, who is an ESP, right? Yeah. But, but the dad and all the other stuff leads you to believe that like he, she would like speak to the ocean in a language that right. I don't understand. Right, right, right. Um, that part was so small which in make, the movie, but it was very interesting. Which would make more sense, which is why she's fucked up, because she is like half demon. Like mm. she's a fucked up human being she's not just regular she was killing people just because she was like insulting her mom mm-hmm. that's because her dad was a psychiatrist and her mom was an esp like she's a fucking water she's an ocean demon and yeah I that's cool ocean, I, w- so I, I wish there was more her. of that in there that part was really cool talk looking out in the ocean and just talking about their like conflicting relationship with it how people die in it and talking about the mom talking to but, the ocean that was but, all really cool i could have done with a lot more of yeah, that Yeah, because even even the subtleties of like the original ring, like I, I, I would have taken those subtleties of her origin in the ring to make me happy. You know what I mean? Like I just wanted a, a little more of an answer. Yeah. In the remake of the ring, of like why she was like this. Well, they didn't go into you that I mean? at all in the ring. There's no, no talk of water demon. There's yeah. no. And the, the, that's the ring too. It is, but, but that's the, the whole the point. Still doesn't mean anything. There's no help. It doesn't make me happy. But that's what I don't. That's one thing why the the ring the the American one wouldn't didn't go higher for me is like why does this girl have this ability? There's yeah. no there's literally exactly. no look into in she's exactly. supernatural, but we're expected to just take that at face yeah, value. Yeah, where she came from. The Japanese version totally months. gives you that, and, and and in that respect, I I I do like I I like Ringu more in in the respect of the backstory and the looking into the supernatural elements. But watching it after watching the ring is just a very uninteresting experience. They, they explore. They they both explore uh, in different ways. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they can combo the two, I feel it'd be perfect. But they both explore like, uh, they both go out in different ways to try to tell a story about that about the main girl, whether it be Samara or Sadako, in different ways. But it's still not necessarily enough to be satisfied with that one film. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, but I, I I'll give Ringu uh, a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do the same a seven. I gave good. the ring an eight. I didn't like this quite as much, but I respect it for the ingenuity and what it inspired, and the fact that it is just a, a cool movie if you look at it in its own lens, which is difficult to do having as a kid growing up, <laughs> like at a time when the ring was such a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. so it, it affects it, but um. If you if you're a huge fan of the ring, I see Ringu and so the Ring Two isn't going to give you any payoff. Maybe go see Rings. I have to see that. Yeah, just but skip I, Ring I, Two, dude. Just I think Ringu's Ringu's worth a watch. Um, 
and and also rings maybe you know that's even, what i'm even, saying see you like you said go see it. rings if you're if you're i after now I, talking I all this about it and seeing all these movies i am gonna see rings because i'm not gonna want would, to see it more than i do now i was <laughs> so. just right. it is a continuation of the lore more so than right. ring two ever well, cool. wanted to be and it's kind of they like I said, they want to shoot it the same way. It's it's uh, the same reason why I'm gonna see Blair Witch. It still sucks. But I I, yeah. I don't th- I don't Exa- expect it to be good, but a part exactly. of me needs to see it. Exactly, it's still gonna be better than Ring Two. Yeah. And uh, Rob, Rob, could you uh, give us? Uh, I know we're about to end, but could you give? I know you saw Ring uh, Zero after your glasses fall off your face. <laughs> could you give us a summation of Ring Zero in like a paragraph mm. of speech? I mean, it's, I haven't seen it as many times as I've seen the others. Well, you've seen um, the others a weird amount. Yeah, well, that's true. It kind of goes back to, like, it's it's when she's, like, still hu- human, like, in school. It's weird. and It's like, a prequel? Yeah. Because in, it's because Samara. Because in Ringu, she's way older as a ghost. Like, in, in like, yes. Ring, she's, like... Like Which makes 13. it creepier and Ringu, goes back to the like, way Rob you were talking about the Ringu, way she moves like in Ringu. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's almost attributed to the, she has this longer, lankier frame. She's not yeah. a little girl. She's a, she's a teenage girl, and the way she crawls and the fact that she has no fingernails because she crawled out of the well mm-hmm. is a much creepier effect than just making her blue and gooey like in the ring. Blue goo. That's just her cre- creeping around with no fingernails is a very striking image. Yeah, they and they achieve that much more naturally than they try blue, to. Blue with goo the is my favorite soft serve flavor at this place called Janine's where I grew up. But I believe also, that was a gack, but Nickelodeon also, gack flavor. Continue on. Well, blue, that's it. Blue goo. I just had to see that. That's it. I just think it looks. She looks cooler in Ringu, which is ironic because Ring, of how much less the budget uh, was. Yeah, Ring Zero birthday. There was a rundown. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I, don't, I honestly don't remember too much about like how how it ends up playing out. It's sort of like you watch you watch her like at school, and then I forget what happens. Like towards the end, she ends up like splitting into two different Sadako. Uh, That's what I read. It's like there's like a good one and a bad one. Yeah, and they try to lock the good one up, and the bad one's off being a dancer. Yeah, uh, it's dancer. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like it doesn't really get like scary till the end. It like did the did Ringu. They Zero were all made... come out before the ring. No, no, it came out, like after both of them. But it was okay. made by like two. they were all made by people who didn't make the other ones, so they didn't like have to check in about like does this make any sense with canon? Yeah, well, you know? why not? You don't. You never do. It's like there's money to be made. And so I want to do a quick review of um, Ringu point five. Which is um, what? this is what inspired the rings. It pre, it's it's Samara prenatal. Oh, okay. Oh, this one I need to talk about. Okay, and it's just yeah, like yeah. it's like a pre, it's a it's called a pregnancy comedy. Okay, and yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. the mom. She's pregnant. sponsored by Planned Parenthood. Yeah, no, this is actually look who's talking now with uh, John Travolta. Oh, cool. That's Dude, tell me about it. <laughs> that's Samara point five. John Travolta trying to raise a baby in this crazy world. But check this out. Look who's talking now. It's the baby. The baby is the one who's talking. Yeah. And the baby also has powers of ninja. Yes. So John Travolta is trying to be like, hey, like, I'm a cool dad. But no, she, no, no, no. But You're talking about look who's talking, too. Uh, this is just look who's look who's talking. Now. Um, oh, look who's talking now is the third. Is this, is um, uh, in, this, in, in the third film, it's the pets that do the talking. After they were buried <laughs> in the pet cemetery. 
down that route. At the pet creamery? Okay. All right, I think it's about a sign for us to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been a dark and drunk and horrible podcast by Dead Last Podcast. Uh, there's a blizzard happening. We're inside. It's late. We're drinking Prosecco and Akasi wine. Hashtag we can hear Akasi. the screams outside. It, hey, if you want uh, 15 cents off a bottle of Akasi wine, go to Akasi's <laughs> website and enter the promo code. Hashtag dead last. Mm-hmm. Very woke. Very cool. Hey, do you guys have any plugs to give? We're going to re- release us next Monday. Rob's in town for a show with me that won't... This episode won't be out in time to promote. <laughs> but we're all going to watch Biodome at Wonder Bar for Drunken Doja Monkey and Friends. You too, Brandon. Buy my shit. Yeah, I'll probably be there. Who knows? I what? might not go. Maybe I'll just ditch out. What? Who cares anymore, right? <laughs> my <laughs> man. Yeah. Seven days. You can catch me this uh, Thursday in Portland, Maine at Lincoln's uh, in Portland, Maine. And you should go down that road because that'd be so cool. And then I'll be at gem italian nightclub which is full of wops while you can watch me do comedy while wop people are around hmm. uh hey what's up spaghetti guys uh, and then sunday at improv boston nine o'clock check me out i'm so hot bye nice rob anything to plug you little man i said told him buy my shit yeah buy super silly stuff if you can hear him on the mic, who knows? Buy man. my shit. Yeah, buy Rob's stuff, Let dude. us Tweet at us. Let us know if you could hear Rob for any part of this podcast. Yeah, otherwise, we just might just be like, this is just a loose Yeah, let me know podcast. if you can hear anything that's going on. Oh, man, I'm going to have to compress that, right? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Hey, say spooky in Ukraine. Goodbye, everyone. To all our bots spooky. out there in Ukraine. In Ukraine. We see you. Seen. I hope the ring doesn't get me. Seen at. The ring. Rang. 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 The ring. Ring. It's the ring. 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 The ring. The ring. The ring. Life is dull. <laughs> it's nothing but one big lull. Then presto, you do a skull and find that you're reeling. She sighs and you're feeling like a toy on a string. And your heart goes ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-ding. How could that funny face that seemed to be commonplace project you right into space without any warning? Don't know if it's morning, nighttime, winter, or spring. What's the difference? Ring a ding ding, ring a ding ding, ring a ding ding. She takes your hand, this captivating creature. And like it's planned, you're in the phone book looking for the nearest preacher. Life is swell, you're off to that small hotel. And somewhere a village bell will sound in the steeple Announcing to people love's the loveliest thing And the bell goes ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-ding, ring-a-ding-ding
she grabs your hand This captivating creature And like it's planned You're in the phone book Hunting for the nearest preacher Life is swell You're off to that small hotel And somewhere a village bell Will sound in a steeple Announcing the people Loves the loveliest thing And the bell goes ring-a-ding-ding 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 Ring-a-ding-ding